Come on, Adam, you twat. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> having a wank. <laughs> I think he just got up and left. Hello and welcome to episode two of the ABC of Gaming with me, your host, Chris. And I am joined, as always, with it's Mr. Ludo Narrative Dissonance himself. It's Mr. Ben Ford. Hello there. Hello. You're still going to have to explain to me what the fuck that means. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I think we, we'll, we'll, we'll get Adam to do that, I think. What? <laughs> well, Adam's the intellectual of the group, I think. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, we haven't spent 25 minutes trying to get on nine of week. <laughs> well, I said intellectual. I didn't say, you know, tech savvy, but still. <laughs> figure out fucking, fucking Gmail accounts still. Um, and also, it's Mr. Adam Stock Car Parry. Yes, hello. Hello. That'll, Hello. Make, that'll make sense in a bit if he chooses to explain what that's all about. Anyway, we made it for episode two. Hello. Hey. Hello. Okay, you, awesome. Yeah, I know. Are you both all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I start with Adam first? Not because he's he's the A of the, the team, but good. <laughs> I am the Anus. <laughs> I think he's about to explode, uh, or he may have already exploded. So, are, you, are you sure? Are you, are you calm? Yeah, I'm well, seething. I'll just go out and you know probably murder a few people, murder myself a few prostitutes after we've finished or something. You'd actually think after all these years, wouldn't you, that we'd actually sort of set up maybe 10, 15 minutes before, you know, just to get ourselves <laughs> <laughs> But no, we leave it right till 8 o'clock. Bang on. It, it, it is flying by the seat of our pants even now i think that but then to be fair to be fair that kind of what what for me makes it st still enjoyable because we still don't know if things are going to work i'm just you know generally i always hope that everything works okay uh we, we're using google hangouts this week so you may notice <laughs> that the, the audio quality is probably hopefully a little bit better than last uh month um yeah i've I've had a nightmare myself trying to get Skype recorders to work. Um, it's been a ball ache and I've been, you know, I spent two hours last night. That fucking echo. Fucking hell. I just said to Ben, this sounds amazingly clear and there's no echo. And what? We've started recording within two minutes and the fucking twats there. <laughs> Anyway, go on, Adam. Mm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to talk. Anyway, um, oh, see, Adam, it must be since you've joined. There's no echo. Don't fucking blame me. You've got an echo. I haven't got an echo. <laughs> Does Benjamin have an echo? No, I have an echo dot. Hey. I anyway. think it's all to do with your tape, mate. You fucking taped your headset up, didn't you, Adam? Yes, yeah, yeah. That was that was a nice little thing that happened shortly <laughs> before uh, not joining the fucking call that 
I just picked my headphones up and with my sheer fucking animal strength just decided to snap them in two. <laughs> I don't know how. I honestly don't know how. I just picked them up. I'm just glad I wasn't cuddling someone else's baby. <laughs> that could have gone all manner of wrong. I'll tell you what, just quickly, I, I, I still haven't got over that fucking intro from last month on the show. That oh, was yeah. amazing, wasn't it? That was amazing. Oh, Blew yeah. my mind. Now mm. that was uh, so we have to thank uh, Doug Cockle, uh, old Ger- Geralt of Rivia, um, for doing that. That was a, a surprise for me as well. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Uh, Dave set it all up, so thank you. That was just like our first podcast as well for a while. So I was already buzzing, and then he said, "Make sure you, you're going to lose your shit." You know, when you listen to the beginning, make sure you listen to the beginning. Um, and to hear that was just incredible. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is it just me? No, no, it's, awesome. no it's you and your mate there in the background. It <laughs> <laughs> oh. really was, really was. Blew my mind. It's like, um, yeah, just sort of showing a few people that. And it was like, uh, I told Will about it, my son. And he was like, wow, that's amazing. You know, I mean, it really is. For someone like, geeky like us with that video games and that, you know, crazy. It, that, yeah. It's unique, isn't it? It's fucking yeah. unique. So. That, that was yeah. awesome. And also, I have—I mean, I'll do it in the shout outs, but I have to thank everybody. It was really overwhelmingly positive response from the show. Um, I think I, I don't go on Twitter, as we discussed last time, but it, I did pop on occasionally. And Dave, again, bless him, because he knew that we I wasn't on Twitter. He, he kept screenshotting me all the messages that, yeah. that we're getting. <laughs> we must be the most ignorant podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking me. Don't know who you are. Yeah, so thank you to everybody. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I replied to anybody on Twitter, but I think <laughs> I, I did retweet a few of the positive messages. Mm. So that, you know, that's that's recognition or acknowledgement, anyway. So um, yes, it's been a month since we last spoke. So um, I did say I was going to start with Adam because I thought he was going to just kind of throw out a load of expletives and stuff like that and no, no, no. I, I, I calmed down quite quickly okay okay well we'll, we'll come to because it's the second episode so with this week or this <laughs> week fuck me this month we're going to start with ben he, ben how are you how is your month been sit on the couch and... <laughs> actually yeah if you just bear with us for five minutes you know just to have a little cry and talk about it like that i mean um it's been a bit eventful i have to say um in fact, this week alone has been quite eventful. I had to go to the doctors <laughs> and stuff. Oh. <laughs> had a had a finger at the old arsehole, which was uh, <laughs> always exciting. In fact, um, yeah, no, seriously, I had to go for that, but I'll talk about that in a second. Um, what, seriously, oh. you had to have a finger up your arsehole? I don't usually go there if it's not seriously to have a finger up my arsehole. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> no, I had to, yeah. It's that sort of MOT thing. I decided to... Um, there's been shitloads going on in my life, and... Um, just feeling a little bit ropey um a few health things that cropped up but i'm actually got everything's fine i haven't got aids so it's all good good yeah um, but i did have a checkup had the blood done, just had all sorts done and of course um finger up the old jacksy so um it's just the things that we done. in fact um i enjoyed it so much i i dressed up as somebody else after and sat down the chairs <laughs> i to get round two <laughs> They're like, Mr. Ford, will you fuck off out the fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, it was a bit of an experience because um, us men have to have certain things checked. So just just out of interest, because, I mean, I don't yeah. know how – that's never happened to me yet. I, really? Honestly, well, governor. Hmm. Uh, well, not in the doctor's surgery anyway, but it, 
So, but that's never. So, do you actually have to book yourself in, or do you get requested to go? <laughs> right. right. Basically, um, I had a letter. In fact, when you hit forty, you normally get a letter, Stabby. So, um, uh, see, I haven't yeah. had one. I'm forty-two. Uh, next well, month, for the month yeah, after, I'm, so. I mean, I'm forty-two, and I actually had a letter come through when I was forty-one. So it was a year late, but you know, that's the wonderful NHS for you. I mean, that's not me having a complaint actually, because um, I think they're fantastic. But yeah, I think obviously there's a bit of a delay in certain things, but normally have a bit of an MOT thing, thing going on when you hit 40, like get your prostate checked and all that sort of stuff. Bloods test, it's basically an MOT. So that's what I've had. But I do have an ongoing pile issue, which I may or may not have spoken <laughs> before. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> that's where you got the wine from last time, your bum grapes. <laughs> Yeah, um, but um, with um, certain things going on in my life, um, I just started feeling really ropey. Um, another uh, kind of other issues cropped up, and I started to get a bit worried about it as you do. And I'm not really a doctor type person. I don't go. I don't waste the NHS's time. I don't do it in that sort of stuff. Mm. But I thought, no, I'll go and do it. So I just spent a week of doing that. On a Monday, I just checked myself in, got an appointment really quickly um got my bloods done everything's come That's back positive. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but now everything's checked out okay and in fact i felt a lot better for the week um so i think it's all on the up it's just you got to get these sort of things checked you know mm. um and, uh, just, just did, to be clear did they give you anything or is it just a case of like a bit of a like you said mot type thing yeah i mean as i say um without getting too deep into it uh, um uh, I, I, said. I, I, I was getting blood. <laughs> I, I was getting blood down below and stuff, which was a bit oh. of a concern. But as it as it pans out, it is just the pole thing. So you know, <laughs> fucking hell, it's like a proper discussion about my arsehole. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've I've had that before, and, yeah. it, and I think because uh, <laughs> it's it more to do with you. Like you know, I I wouldn't say I've had like pile piles, but I've had fishes, shall we say? Fishes, yeah, that's actually like a little um, what should we say? A little uh, little tear, little little tear, yeah, little tear. Yeah. I think my problem as as well is that um, I've discussed this with my wife, is that I don't just wipe my backside. I want it. I need it to be clean. <laughs> like use a toothbrush. No, not quite. Scan. <laughs> there's nothing worse for me is not you kind of you don't completely wipe all the, like the poo away from your bum <laughs> and you end up you go for a walk and you know you you sweat a little bit obviously but then it itches doesn't it <laughs> and it's totally. horrible it's horrible so i kind of have a bit of a route around i get the the, <laughs> the, t the toilet paper and i stick my finger up a little bit to get to dig in and get... <laughs> the problem is that little bit gets further every month, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like my wrist watch is kind of off. Right? <laughs> but anyway, so I kind of like I do that, but then I notice sometimes I think I probably poke and prod a little bit too harshly because yeah, yeah. there's a little tiny bits of blood on so the paper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, right. that is the point. And it's very much stress related, um, diet yes. related, all sorts yeah. of things. And um, yeah, I can have, I, I, I've had some hideous nights. I mean, literally where the only thing that's um, give me any pain relief is by just literally lying in the bath. You know, it's kept me up at night. You know, it's just crazy. Wow. I get nothing like that now. And it's all about really not poking around up there and eating properly and um, which I've been doing and I've been doing all that and um, just um, stress, keep the stress levels down. You know, it's usually, and you, I'm exactly the same as you stab at it. It's literally, 
it's a uh, it's pile rather than piles for me yeah it's like a, one little peter pile on his own you know um, i've started to as well um because i had a quick look on the internet and as you do which is probably the wrong thing to do but instead of you know we sit on the toilet normally like you, you do <laughs> i know you know, I, you yeah. raising your knees <laughs> yes yes i've got so the kid the, the kids have got like a little st- sort of chair stool that's probably the wrong word right word. <laughs> <laughs> they've, got, they've got a little footstool that they use to sort of like you know wash their hands and stuff step on so yeah. i kind of put my legs and on that to yeah. sort of raise my knees slightly because apparently it's supposed to open up your arsehole a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> now i can't say that i've noticed a massive difference but i'm still going with it because un- until otherwise i'm you know yeah. it, 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 it well it hasn't had any negative effect and i'd I perhaps maybe it's psychological, but I do feel a little bit emptier. It's uh, meant to straighten uh, straighten out your rectum more, isn't it? You know, make yeah, it more suitable. I mean, apparently, we've all been shitting wrong for years. Yeah, bottom line. So it's um, yeah, quite interesting. So they, but uh, on a serious note, um, the, uh, you know the BBC presenter Bill Turnbull. Did you hear about? Yeah, uh, terrible. He, yeah. he was he's sixty two and he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And again, uh, he. I mean, it's terminal, I think. And but he's basically said he put off going to the doctors for ages and ages and ages because he just thought again he didn't want to bother the doctors and he just put it down to old age, you know, all the aches and pains that he got. And you just think because I do it as well. I don't like going to the doctors because I'm always scared. What the fuck are they going to find? You know, you might go in for something and then end up coming out with fucking something <laughs> else horrible. But you, you really must, wasn't you? you know. I'm telling you now, I mean, I've been, uh, because of this, it's an ongoing problem for me because I've had that problem for probably two or three years, yeah, probably longer as well, then it, it means that my prostate has been checked quite regularly. And so for me, it's handy. That, I mean, I'm not talking probably once a year, but once a year is good, yeah. And, and the bottom line is, he turned around and said, that's a perfectly good prostate. So. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah and it is worrying all that sort of stuff and it is it's just you just got to keep a check on yourself and make sure these things are all uh you know intact and mm. working properly but yeah <clears throat> other than that i am currently single as well um, okay which is a bit of a shock isn't it um yeah massive shock for me too actually and yet i kind of well i initiated it as well so but it's look it's it's really bizarre i think what's happened for me is that you know i met this gorgeous woman and um fell in love really really quickly and what kind of happened over a period of time for me and i'm going to speak for myself is that i started losing sight of what was going on around me and what i had to do and i've got these ongoing things happening um like my i don't know where where i was at when we last spoke but i'm in my my flats on the market i need to sell i've been through all sorts of shit over the last three or four years probably just with regards to obviously my marriage breaking down losing businesses all (laughs) sorts of stuff (laughs) So, yeah, Adam. I think you sound like you need to go to the doctors. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> he's muted himself. I think he's having a bit of a coughing fit. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's um, just uh, all sorts, and it's crazy because at the start of the year, it's um, uh, what what I think for me, I hadn't even though I sort of had an idea of where I was going. You know, I had all this positivity stuff going on, and I sort of started to lose sight of all that. And then what happened? I met this gorgeous woman and I think I put all of my energies into that and let a lot of other stuff sort of go to the wayside. So if you look at where I've, where I'm at sort of now to where I was two years ago, it's pretty much the same. I.e. the flat hasn't been sold. 
Um, haven't done anything in the flat. My mum still lives with me and fucking, you know, basically it's little things like she sleeps in the front room. So effectively in two and a half years, it's like she's still, she's still sleeping in the front room. I haven't even got my own flat. I haven't even got my own flat as a flat. You know, it's a fucking three bedroom flat. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. one person sleeping in one room, one in the other, one in the front room. And it's just like, I just lost sight of all that. Now what happens is you then, you don't, everything becomes a mess. You can't see the wood for the trees. And, and it's just, you know, and what this has done is that it literally just came to a head for me. It's um, everything was great. And there's like niggles in the relationship that started to become to me more than just niggles. And, but amazingly, what's so good about it is that it's where I'm at now is sort of, um, being open and honest about it and in fact since spitting up a couple of weeks ago we, you know we see each other more now we speak to, speak to each other on a better level like it was when we first got together um and i'm now doing stuff i'm starting to decorate you know I'll start to clear up before decorating i'm getting the flat in order it's on the on the market properly i'm getting my, my you know i'm getting on i'm being a better dad it's made me it's allowed me to reflect myself as well and i realized the avenue i was going down just wasn't good to be going down um just little things like going out every weekend. You know, I was partying. I think I remember when I was speaking before, I used to go out and party all the time. We're talking two or three nights a week. I haven't got the money for that. Getting pissed up, your know, weekends wasted, all sorts of stuff. And so the, the, the great thing that came out with like with me and Courtney is the fact that she opened my eyes up to the sort of way I was being as well. And yet, you know, initially for me, it's very much like, well, I can't be doing this, can't be doing this stuff here and there. I'm breaking this up for this reason that reason but what it's done is allowed us to both step back and realize what, what was happening and it's it's quite a nice place to be in because whilst we're both separated you know both single we've become just amazing friends like proper close friends and just with the option of maybe in the future of the you know the the timing's right maybe it will happen again you know and it's um you know I, I, in my head i hope all this stuff this home stuff sorts itself out you know, I sell the flat, kill the debts because the debts are hideous. I don't, mm. you know, I don't mind talking about that sort of shit. We're talking like, you know, what am I doing? Have all this debt, and what do I do? Go out on the piss all the time and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's sticking your head in the sand, mate. That's what it really, really boils down to, and mm. it just affects everyone around you. But you know, I, you know, I just think, you know, if the, as I say, if the time's right in the future, you know, um, maybe you know it will get back properly. But you know, what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is I have one of the best friends ever you know and she's just absolutely amazing you know she's coming out to work with me tomorrow and stuff and you know we went out for the most amazing walk on monday you know that's the kind of thing that i wanted to do right at the start with her you know and she really wanted to do that's what she does all the time and it just didn't really happen you know you end up getting complacent and if you're not you know if you're not careful you can start sort of taking the piss out of each other you know and it's just not the right way to go Hmm. and you know being in a 12-year relationship before that you know 12 years of you know quite frankly bullshit you know not all of it but for, you know for the most part i was very concerned of going you know this is not a knock on courtney at all it's not you know in any shape or form but it's just you know men are men women are women and we just come from different planets sometimes and different you know we have different opinions but in my head i was very much like i can't afford to get tied into something that will end up being detrimental to both of us mm. and it's quite amazing because now talking about it she's very much you know along the lines of yeah you know while she can't see everything the same way as me it's improved her as a person just the stuff that she's even achieved in the last couple of weeks it's just crazy you know and it's really really good it's really positive in fact mm. you know so yeah apart from that it's fucking awful splitting up but apart you know a bit in a positive way you know so just get the shit sorted you know? well yeah i mean you know it's it's sad to hear that that's happened to you since last time i mean like 
but at the same time it's good that you've both kind of acknowledged it now before you get down the road and it's it's more difficult you know and and then yeah. you end up hurting each other and then resenting each other that was the point yeah and i mean you know i it's I've... early days as well, mate, isn't it? It's like three and a half yeah. months, but but we kind of threw all the eggs in one basket very quickly. You know, we both made the mistake, but it was so great. And I, th- I honestly think people might think, what the fuck are you doing? And you know what? Even I question myself, and you have to question yourself. Why have I done this and this sort of stuff, you know? Um, but honestly, for the good, I know going forward, I know looking back in like maybe a few months' time or a year's time, I know we'll both think, yeah, that was the right thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? We either get together or we don't. If we don't, we just stay the you know, close friends, look after each other, and that's fantastic, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I think you know we, we we were kind of talking a bit about this before we started, weren't we? And that, that you because we're very say generous people. I don't like to say it makes make yeah. out that you know, but you, you do do a lot for other people. Oh, God, and, yeah. and then sometimes you you forget to do stuff for yourself, or you forget to look after yourself, yeah. and that then has an detrimental effect on you uh as yeah. i you as, as i'm talking about sort of like you know me as well yeah yeah and and, they, and it ends up it ends up grinding you down to be quite honest with you and um it's sorry adam's just going his throat <laughs> with uh well because he's muted i can say what i want yeah. and he can't respond so <laughs> we've come i think uh, <laughs> but you, you kind of you do and and I bottle the worst thing I do is I bottle things up. And yeah. um, I'll be honest with you, the last few few months have been really difficult for me, and it, it's only really come to a head recently for myself. In as much as that, I've just you just end up be feeling numb to everything that's yeah. going on around you. And I think as well because there's pressures with everything. You know, people have got pressures, people have got problems, and you you know you obviously work, uh, home life the kids and everything else and your job and and it can just all some sometimes just get on top of you and oh definitely the, the difficulty that i've kind of had is that because obviously kay's been through a really horrific horrible time over the past 12 months with her mom passing away how can i talk to somebody that has been through a really horrible time and tell them i'm going through a tough time when mm. they've just when they're going through a shit time themselves because it pales into comparison to anything at all and so i kind of just end up don't saying anything and you bottle things up and i think yeah. going back to what you were saying about courtney and i think you've had this on open and honest conversation with each other is that when you first start going, going out with somebody you you will tell them anything and everything about you and it doesn't matter and the longer sometimes i mean i personally i mean other people are probably different but the longer that you're with somebody and you get into that routine and you get into that sort of uh that especially when you've got children you know Mm. and you just take things for granted and you kind of almost to a certain extent stop being honest with each other Mm. and you stop talking to each other in a meaningful way and it because it just becomes the daily routine and the daily grind and you stop sometimes this is just an example but you stop saying uh, you're the most amazing person in my life and I love you with every ounce of my being and you, you just because you just walk out the door and you say okay see you later I love you and it and that do you know what I mean yeah, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not the same and it's and it, it sounds like you know I've got major problems in it and I, I don't think we have but the it just, point is it's relative and that's the thing isn't it it's relative to ourselves what what 
again, very similar type of person. I had to learn to say no to people because, yeah. because literally, I, and you know, and, and, and you know what? Just going back to Courtney quickly as well. If you imagine for a second, she had she came into a life of where I've got kids, um, a little kid at that as well, living in this. I, I sleep in this pokey little box room. Um, she lives with her mum. Okay, so we had all sorts of shit going on trying to go over there. To, there was other little things going on right at the start. We had everything against us right at the start for the first two months or whatever. Like I, even my ex, you know, with Anya, she would probably die if she knew this, but she even used Anya against me at that time as well for whatever mm. reason, other than the fact that it can only be jealousy or what. I don't know what the fuck it was. But anyway, all these factors that came into it, me trying to make sure I get back from work to have Anya when it's not physically possible. I'm the only cunt working. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, she's not. Little things, just all sorts of crap that you can never really, really go into. And it's just like, in the end, the best thing I ever found you could do is literally go, no, I can no longer do this anymore. And just take time out for yourself. And it's not selfishness. It's, you know, it, it's just about looking after yourself, you know, and that's you what you need to do. Do you ever feel, and I'll put this out to Adam as well, I think he's back now. Do you ever feel that it doesn't matter how much you give or how much you do, it's never good enough? Ah, but it is once you start saying no, because they start to learn very, very quickly that if you say, and Anya as well, Anya's come on leaps and bounds since I've been saying no to her. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? Because mm. I felt like I was losing track of even being a decent dad, if I'm honest. Because, yeah. you, you know, you start thinking, what the fuck? I'm giving this child everything that I possibly can, you know, within reason. I'll, ne I'll never spoil my kids, but just even on the day-to-day -day playing video games or whatever, you know? And then when you start saying no, they honestly learn. And in the end, just just did she saying no? And if you keep saying no, not horribly, but just no when it's not possible to do things, you'll then start realising actually you'll start gaining a bit of respect again. You know, and that, that's the honest truth. What about you, Adam? <coughs> Sorry. I actually, I, so I disappeared because I inhaled a moth. <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did, it, did it fly out of your pants? Not yet. No, I imagine it will show up again tomorrow when I um, <coughs> expel vowels. Fucking hell, have you ever swallowed a moth? Not pleasant. Is it real? You've been serious? Are you yeah, yeah. A little moth flew into my mouth as I was breathing. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually quite funny sorry no it's not i could have fucking died i d I, I don't know what it is i go I, I turn into a right fucking girl around moths because they're just <laughs> when they fly at you and you go oh, get off me you know what i mean it's yeah. just me anyway yeah i think i think that's just you <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> so go on then adam i mean we're, we're, we're talking here but i mean obviously you don't have to go into any detail about relationships but just generally that's just the way it feels sometimes and then it that starts to to grind you you down. I mean, I, I've been in a, I've been married before. I'm quite open about that and honest about it. Mm. And it, it 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 was looking back, absolutely horrific. But I fought tooth and nail to keep that relationship going at the time because you think that's as good as it's going to get. And what the hell am I going to do? I, you know, being on my own. You know, I kind of had it in my mind, and there was no change in my mind that that's what I wanted out of life you know you got married and that's it you stay with that person for the rest of your life and and so I it took a, a long long time and a lot of talking and a lot of counseling and and to to actually mm. get over that and to sort of you know so and then when I'm at K you, you know you, you actually start to then realize wow this is actually a, a good relationship this is what a good relationship should be 
But I mean, similar to you, I mean, we've been together for 14 years, I think now. Mm. And, you know, you've got two kids, you've got things that have happened. Um, you've got um, death in the family, you know, sudden death and things like that. And you, there's a lot of pressure, you know, and there's a lot of things that are going on. And and then when you're tired because you you've got kids and young children and they, they wake you up in the night sometimes. And mm. it's a lot. You know what I mean? And the worst thing you can do, and I was going to sort of say this towards the end anyway, the shout out, is, is bottle things up. And I've done that a lot lately. And to a point where you just, you you, you almost can't talk about it or you feel like you can't talk about it. Yeah, and, that's the worst thing you can do though, honestly. And, and then it just, any little thing, I end up losing my shit at people because instead of saying something at the start, quite calmly you know like i'm talking say weeks or months ago or whatever where and nip things in the bud i've let things build up and up and up over weeks and months to a point where somebody will say something to me and instead of dealing with it in a rational kind of calm way i'll end up just you know it'll be the worst thing in the world and that's what i'm saying you've kind of just you've just diagnosed yourself there with the problem do you see what i mean you know what, what you're doing wrong do you know what, do you know what i'm saying it, yeah it's, if you just literally turn around and say, don't matter, if you think about it, why create, why, why give yourself all this grief? Why, why make yourself feel bad just in the fear of what that other person's going to say? You may as well just get it out very, very quickly. And if there's a problem, then then it has to be talked about. You know, you have to talk about it, you know? So yeah. don't bottle it up, ever. Don't ever bottle it up. You know? so, but anyway, that, that's, yeah, so go on. Sorry, I cut you off, Adam, a little bit. Oh, go on. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Oh. No, I've I've been I've been guilty of bottling shit up in the past as well, and sometimes yeah, you do get stuck in a stuck in a thing where you just put everything on yourself to try and please everyone. You you, you can't because I I go through I go through points now where you try and take the weight of everything and you can't, and then sometimes you do open up. So I sort of I sort of mix between the two. I haven't quite I suppose found a a happy medium. Oh, you are joking. You're right. What? Does a moth come back? Hello. <laughs> oh fucking hell! <laughs> this is amazing. He's he's doing what you did last time. I know. Disappearing every few seconds. <laughs> but now I'm desperate to know what the it's I... like. Oh, you are joking. Well, <laughs> some mass murderer knocking on the window or something. Is that something? Like, hang on, he's. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Oh, she's fucking hilarious. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm sure he, he, he'll come back with something insightful. Uh, <laughs> here we go. What's he saying? His PC has just rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's quality. Uh, anyway. So, um, yeah. So I mean I suppose yeah, that's the point as well. Just talking about that. I mean rather Donna, this is not like, was this like the hour of um, <laughs> couch talk with uh, Ben and uh, Stabby for all your <laughs> family needs. Um, no, it's just um, it's tough and it's quite crazy, you know. In my case, how that I have to kind of be selfish. You have to kind of look after yourself in the end. Do you know what I mean? It, uh, in my life's different. I've had three kids. I've had things, you know, and I think we're in two different places in our life. And, you know, um, and for you as well, mate, you need to seriously, <sighs> the way I see it, you can't, if you can't accept that you can't have a voice. You can't accept that. You you have to, because you end up just getting ill 
that's the problem. You really will get ill, you know? Yeah, it. yeah. I, I, it's it's just stupid things, you know, like, I don't know. The, the other day, right, I was making, I was going out to play football. So, you know, you make yourself a drink, some squash, whatever. Well, anyway, this, I don't know, what, this isn't really important, but I just thought I'll tell you. We've got like, say, three or four different bottles of squash all in the same place. Yeah. And in the seven or eight years that we've lived here, um, you know, or six years, shall we say, since Lucy's been around, it's never been a case of this is yours and this is mine and this is the kids. <laughs> it's right. all there. Well, anyway, I got a drink. It was look orange and, or whatever. And uh, turned around and said, that's not the peach, is it? Like, I don't know. It's a drink. I've just poured squash because yeah. that's a bloke thing. You know, well, mm. Lucy likes the peach. That's hers. It's like, oh, fuck me. If are we going to go down this route now of having to label things? For each other? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny. Or are we going? You know, if that's the case, then give me my own cupboard, so at least I know that not to fucking piss you off by taking something that I'm not supposed to take. And you just think, you, you know, you leave the house. I was fucking seething. I was so pissed off, and you just think. Jesus Christ, have we really boiled down to this, you know, 14 uh, years, yeah. and you're nitpicking at each other about That's getting it. A, fuck, a fucking drink of squash, and you just think, God, well, my, you kind of think to yourself, sometimes, I, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I wouldn't sort of dream or think about leaving or anything like that, but you do think sometimes. I would, I would. <laughs> Sorry. But you do think, God almighty, I mean, fuck me, I'm 42 almost. You know, if I'm lucky, if I'm, you know, if I get to reach 80, which you think I probably won't, but you think, oh, maybe you've got 20, 30 years. And it's like, I want to, I don't want to think about stuff like that. I don't want you to worry about. That's not anything to worry about, is it? That That is like a nitpicking type thing that you shouldn't have to put up with. I mean, at the end of the day, it's your fucking home as well. It's your nest. It's your created family unit. Do you know what I mean? Why the fuck can you not have some peach juice? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The, 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 the ironic thing is, is that I've paid for the fucking shit. <laughs> well, then that there in itself, mate. I mean, the, I, I, the problem is I'm brutally honest with that sort of thing. And you're also talking to a guy who's, who's walked out of relationships with children twice. So I, I'm not asking you to walk away. Obviously not. But you can't be a mat and be walked all over either. Mm, it's just yeah. fucking crazy. Because that's the sort of shit you have to put up with. But, like, you know, mate, that's fucking a joke actually it's awful the more you think about it it's just a, and it, it you know to Kay she probably thinks it's a nothing thing but actually when they all add up all these little things it becomes one big mess of what is the point of me actually being here kind mm. of thing you know <clears throat> but then you know i think maybe sometimes like you said there's just a difference between men and women and, absolutely and you know it's just women are fucking crazy because <laughs> they're emotional creatures you know at the end of the day i think more whereas men tend to be a bit more well, there's t- times of the month and all that which you have to take in consideration, which plays a huge part with women as well and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So. But yes, so well, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sad on one hand to hear um, what's happened, but at the same, yeah. same time, I'm, I am at least you're taking it in a positive way. Absolutely, and it is literally as simple as that, and it's just um, that obviously there's way more things detailed that i'd never go into that's all personal shit i wouldn't actually do that but ultimately it was just wrong timing 
I think that's what I could put it down to mainly and just being in different places in our lives at this particular point, you know, but going forward, yeah, I, I think the future is really bright. And as I say, the worst case scenario is what's that? Well, you've got one of the best friends for life. Nothing wrong with that, is there? So it's mm. really, really cool. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, bef- well, whilst Adam's getting a windows update now, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking hell, it's a lot. We do the show once a month, so uh, never mind. Um, have you been to anything else uh, the past been... month? Can I just talk about maybe a couple of things? Um, a TV yeah, show that I think is fantastic. Um, oh, have yeah, you seen Cobra Kai? Not yet. No, go on. Sorry, what's right, it called? Well, I, Cobra Kai, um, I won't spoil a thing, actually, but it's um, it's basically uh, the story of... Um, fuck, I forgot his name. Johnny... Uh, fuck me! I forgot their names. From Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid. Yeah, it's Johnny Lawrence. Isn't Johnny it? Lawrence, yeah, and, and Daniel Larusso. Daniel Larusso. It's basically right. It's really interesting. I've been sort of lapping up all of these interviews with these guys as well. And um, YouTube Red picked it up. Um, and so these I don't guys... know what what that is. What is right? YouTube it's really Red. interesting. The actual the actual directors and writers of this show. I think they they they've done some really cracking movies. Um, I think maybe involved with Step Brothers and stuff like that. Maybe I, I'm, don't quote me on that, but they've certainly got the chops behind them with comedy and stuff. Um, and it's really interesting to see these interviews between um, okay, what's his name in real life? Um, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio and the other guy because uh, it used to be the Equalizer. He was um, oh, he was cool yeah. son. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. William Zabka. William Zapka. Zapka. Yeah. So th- th- these guys, for years and years and years, have been approached by many, many different people to actually try and revive the Karate Kid in some shape or form. But they were sort of saying it's always been in some sort of fucking parody thing. You know, where really mm. tend to piss out themselves. Well, this, yeah, they've they've done that with things like Starsky and Hutch, haven't they? You know, yeah. and what was the other TV show they or that they did into a movie, and they basically took the piss out of it. They do that with loads, like things like they Baywatch do. and yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? And obviously, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I mean, I was eight years old when the original Crikey came out, and it's one of my favourite films back then. I mean, absolutely yeah. loved Mr Miyagi and all of the whole concept of the Karate and just all of that shit. Just I love the whole story of the original, you know, but in particular the original film from '84. Yeah, um, I was I was sort sorry to Karate Kid two at the cinema. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw Karate Kid 2 before I saw the original Karate Kid because it, it, the original Karate Kid was like a 15, wasn't it? That's so right. I wouldn't have watched it um, at home, but I think the second one was maybe a PG or a 12. Maybe, yeah. Probably PG. Anyway, and I love that. And I remember going out and buying uh, The Glory of Love by Peter Oh, Satira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, the Karate Kids. Uh, I mean, the third one I've only ever seen bits of, I must admit, and then I've, I've not seen the one with Hilary Swank. I couldn't bring myself to watch the Hilary Swank one, if I'm honest. Uh, nah. That was the new Karate Kid, wasn't it? And yeah, I've not the... watched the remake either. Cause... Haven't you, with Jackie Chan? No. Oh, mate, honestly. The you... card is fucking Kung Fu. It ain't even Karate, is it? I, the... I know, but still, Jackie Chan, he's on top form. He's really uh... good. Actually, I must look into it. But I mean, so, so just going back to this as well, this is basically, so you know, these guys um, were approached by, they approached all these companies, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Uh, the, the, the big ones are, are like Amazon Prime, Netflix. They've got huge listening figures, right? Um, YouTube Red had the least amount. And basically it's their streaming service. Mm. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of different. I think you sort of pay for each episode or something. I'm not 100% sure on that. And they, But I think what it boils down to, they offered more money than anybody else, right? But going back, these writers, okay, when they approached these two guys, um, Ralph Macho, Ralph Macho and um, uh, William Zapka, 
they actually both agreed to sign up for this. And the reason is, it's actually a continuation, almost like um, it's looking at it from the perspective of what happened to them all these years later. So it's actually about 30, based 34 years later. Um, obviously, um, Danny, uh, 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 was it LaRusso has um, gone one way and um, Johnny's gone another. But it's really cool because it's, it's, it's really good for original fans like myself. It's got like things like flashbacks and... Um, like uh, montages and stuff like 80s montages and the music whilst it's modern is very 80s kind of sounding which really suits it but it's just really gritty as well and it's got really? like not, yeah it's not just their story it's also to suit the modern audience as well it's got this underlying like their own kids in it and stuff like some really interesting stories going on and because it's based in like today's world it's got all links to like facebook and stuff do you know what i mean just like that sort of culture wasn't around back in 1984 and it's just interesting how these guys have moved on and how they sort of utilize the modern world and that sort of stuff but it's funny it's got nods to the original thing um it's got proper decent fighting in it it's just i'm blown away by how good it was how good it is the first there's 10 episodes 25 minutes each ends on a superb ending um and they've already been picked up literally for season two i'm just so chuffed because it's just some of the best TV I've seen in a long, long time. It's just amazing to see. When I heard it was coming out, I thought, oh, it's going to ruin one of my fucking favourite things. But it's because it's got swearing in it. It's got all sorts. It's just fantastic. Not in a bad way. You know, it's not over the top or anything like that. You know, it's not like fucking blood and guts and all that sort of shit. It's just really well done and just very funny. And it's just interesting seeing what happened to those two characters 34 years later, 35 mm. years later. It's superb. I hope you watch Oh, definitely will. It, it's one of those that you can because you, you 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 go back and you, I know Daniel Larusso is the hero and everything else, yeah. but there was all that video that went round. I think it was yeah. a mistake, you know. But actually, he was the bad guy and Johnny was the good guy uh, in in the piece, you know. And it was always Daniel looking for fights and whatever, but <laughs> and Johnny was just defending himself. But it's it, when you do look at them, Daniel when he was in those movies, he was a bit of a whiny arsehole. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of ways. He was a bit of a knobhead, you know. He was really arrogant. In And it was only until he met Mr. Miyagi. And even then, you know, in the second film, you know, you kind of remember because, like, the first film, he wins the tournament. And then in the yeah. second film, he splits up with his girlfriend. And the amazing car that Mr. Miyagi has given him as a gift in the first film, yeah. he ends up fucking smashing up because he's a yeah. dick. I and know. And, and, and it's all, again, you know, he, he's very arrogant and whatever. And then he, it's only because Miyagi kind of is is the sort of the calming center in his life that kind of yeah. And you know. interestingly, it's, uh, I, I always uh, William Zabka is a great fighter, and I, I'm really pleased that even now, even they've even managed to get da uh, Daniel Larusso to look like he can fight pretty well at certain points. It's really pretty good stuff. Like mm -hmm. I mean, it really choreographed well. For the modern audience, I mean, it's just fucking crap. To me, it's just the the fact that it has got all these little nods back to the original, but with the whole modern touch on it as well, it's just absolute. Oh, mate, you need to see it. You know, it's just mine. I I just think it's up there. I think it's the best thing I've seen in a couple of years, probably. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, um, and talking about because it made me think then because you sent me a, a link to another eighties TV yeah. show that's going to be remade into a new modern. Um, you know, kind of TV show for, for the, this generation is Magnum. Yeah. And, uh, you weren't a massive fan because I know you love the original. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I watched the trailer and I thought, yeah, I mean, it's, it, 
the thing for me, right, is that, I mean, I love the Lethal Weapon movies, particularly the first two. And then when I um, read that they were going to be doing a Lethal Weapon TV series with uh, Damon Wayans and Clayne Crawford, is the guy who plays Martin Riggs, I thought, nah, that's going to be shit. And don't get me wrong, in a lot of ways, it is, it's really cheesy and it's it's totally kind of bubblegum TV. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, 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 it doesn't... There's moments in it that are, are quite kind of moving and stuff, and there's some yeah. emotional stuff. But then, generally speaking, it's there's a lot of chasing, there's a lot of action, there's a lot of just the bit, the bits of banter and stuff like that, which is fine because that's what the film's turned into towards the end. But I actually really like it, and I really like the lead character. Um, yeah, right. And that, but that then that came out recently that apparently he's been sacked or he's not been picked up to, to, to uh, star in series three, and Sean Scott's going to be the lead character in it now so i don't know i'm going to take to that but so I, in some ways i've kind of i've taught myself a lesson about not dismissing things we, no, we yep. thought that about the equalizer didn't we that absolutely yeah we love the tv show and then when they announced that we're going to be doing a movie we're like no nah, i ain't gonna watch that it's gonna be shit and yeah it's actually really fucking good and i forgot to mention it last time but you seen the trailer for equalizer 2 Oh yeah, fantastic! Wow, yeah, that, that kind of put the hairs on the back of my neck watching yeah. that. Denzel Washington looks like he's good, you know. He's, he's such a hard ass, and he really is as well. Oh yeah, he's yeah. kind of a bit like the um, the black Liam Neeson in some ways. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like kind of like a middle aged bloke. Well, he's not. Yeah. He's, he's in his fifties, you know. And he, he, you know, you wouldn't 60. say. It's easy. Oh, fuck me. You wouldn't yeah. say a bad word to him. You know, if he spilt your point, you'd say, that's fine. Let me buy you one. Because he's just The got thing that. is, we, we are living old. We are living longer now. Do you know what I mean? And we are fitter longer. That's a simple fact. I mean, if you look at people like, even like Stallone, I mean, he's like 71, 72. It's crazy fit. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I, I know you're saying, because they're more like the everyday man, aren't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. But that does look amazing. Yeah. Uh, the difference with this, the reason I think I poo-pooed this uh, Magnum PI one a little bit is because Equalizer, I mean, that's my favourite 80s TV show of all time. But mm. I think with the modern, uh, I think Magnum, even if you go and watch it now, it still really holds up. Do you know what I mean? And I, th and I think Tom Selleck is Magnum. And I know we just said exactly the same thing about the Equalizer. But that's a film. It's a bit different. This is, you know, doing a series to me without Tom Selleck. Mind you, imagine rocking up now in those fucking speedos. It would look quite good. But um, yeah, and and not only that, it's the f people probably fucking hate this, but it's the fact that I've had to put in a female fucking Higgins. That's that's right. We've slagged off women enough in this cast. I'm sure they won't mind a bit more. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them. <laughs> no you know what i mean it's like they've just done that for what reason just to just because you know really? it's like didn't have to happen but then i suppose that's one little aspect of the whole thing i don't know i just i mean i haven't seen that um what's one you're talking about just now the lethal, lethal weapons. weapons i haven't even seen any of that so I, I don't even know has it got two series now is it or is it waiting for yeah one? yeah the, the second series it's on itv at the minute um yeah, it's, yeah i mean it's something that i'll watch with Kay. we both like it you know it's got moments it's funny moments in it like i said it, i mean it, have you heard of mcgee uh he, he did the, the charlie's angels movie so again that's based on another tv show isn't it yeah. uh and then he's done a few other bits and pieces but generally speaking he's regarded as all style and no substance and he produces a, a lot of these Lethal Weapon TV shows. It is very superficial. But at the same time, I, I do really like the lead characters in it, the lead actors. Um, yeah. 
but so I kind of acknowledge that it's shit in one hand, yeah. but then it's entertaining shit. So I can't really, for me, That's anyway. fair enough. But this Cobra Kai sounds amazing. Oh, uh, it's just fantastic, man. But it, it's so weird that it's on YouTube, isn't it? Because I was thinking, where the hell can I watch this? You know, because they, <laughs> they don't do TV series on YouTube, do they? I mean, it's it's either Netflix or Amazon Prime. Or no, Tickle. no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It is YouTube bread. It's like an up-and-coming service. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You can watch the first couple of episodes free. Okay. How much are they, the uh, episodes? Don't know. <laughs> I'll just stream <laughs> they're about they're about two pound fifty each I think so but that's the kind of thing I'll get I mean I'll buy that whole thing because it'll come out on blu-ray or whatever I'm definitely picking it up it's just too good too good so I'll end up buying it you know when it comes out um yeah it's just amazing and I think that's it in one of the interviews with the um directors and that the writers they were saying that that, that basically they offered more money than the other companies you know for a small I think they want to get a bit of a share of the market you know, because it's obviously mm. brand new. So, but no, fantastic. We picked up that quick. That's looking one pound eighty nine per episode. That's not oh, bad. Nice. No, it's it's like you said you get the first two episodes for free. So, yeah. um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Have you been up to anything else? Anything else going on? Oh, just literally trying to get on top of this flat. You know, selling it and on the market, and just I've got my mum. I'm trying to get housed. At the moment it sounds pretty bad, but I've had to make her homeless as such. It's the only way going forward. She's not homeless, obviously, but I'm having to make her homeless because I'm selling my flat. Yeah. Me, yeah. To get her on the register and get her help and that sort of stuff, you know, because she's retired now and just needs the help. So yeah, fucking retired. She's been retired all her life. Lazy cunt. Means like, <laughs> <laughs> <I reckon> never... <laughs> Has it worked a day in her life? Fuck me. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but it's so true. <laughs> oh, that's hurt my head. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but apart from that, literally, I've just, I've, I've just, because I've got my head straight, knowing what I need to do. It's like I'm just. It got to the point where I'm just drinking all the time, and you know, not as having a problem or nothing like that. But because I'm now just literally, I think I'm just doing Monday night pool which is my time to socialise with the lads have a couple of pints and that's it for me. Maybe a couple of pints the weekend with Daniel playing pool, but I'm just not doing this going out Friday, Saturday night bullshit no more. Mm. And I, do you know what? My head's so much clearer for it. It's taken a couple of weeks, but my head is just, I'm bang on it again, you know? And I just feel like it's clearing, this fog's clearing. I can actually get shit done. So it's good. So that's sort of thing, you know, and just, um, yeah, just um, going for lovely walks, went for an amazing walk. Me and Courtney went for an amazing walk on Monday. Uh, amazing meal, actually. We went for lunch uh, and then we went for this walk, like an hour and a half walk. We didn't know where the fuck we were and it was amazing. So, yeah, it's crazy. Did you yeah. were teetotal for a little while, didn't you? I point, did didn't you? last year, uh, year before last, was it? No, last year, la- from, from January to March. Yeah. Not a mm. single drop, and that's not a bad thing to do that every so often. I'm not going to do that now, you know, quite so severe, but I'm literally cutting right the fat back. You know, financially, I am health wise and mental, mentally wise, it's, it's a good thing to really, really cut back, you know, mm. just being honest. You know? Well, uh, as it turns out, I'm drinking a JP Chenet Vin Van Rose, mm. uh, it's just a bottle I found on the cup on the well. I'm, I'm hopefully not going to get moaned at. I was about to say, is it yours or is it? It was Lucy's. Um, (laughs) But but, uh, no, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to have a drink of um, of wine tonight. So, Adam, you joined us. 
please Hello. say you're here. Hello. You're going to enjoy the last 20 minutes, mate. Honestly, it's, it's, we've had a good uh, good old giggle. Not at your yeah. expense as such. <laughs> to be honest, it's fine if you add, I am genuinely sorry, because this has been bollocks. This is it. We just said we've swapped roles. It was me last month. You know, it's you this month. So you're going to fuck well, up next month, Stabby? I was going to say, if it's me next month, then we genuinely are fucked, aren't we? Because uh, you record it. Because, <laughs> 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 anyway, so you're back. That's the main thing. So, like I said, you'll you'll enjoy listening to the last twenty minutes. Uh, yeah. Just to summarise very quickly, Ben talked about Cobra Kai. Said how amazing it was. I saw the first episode. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. So I've got uh, got that. Um, I can't remember what else we talked about. Um, Ben's mom's a lazy cunt. We... <laughs> <laughs> that, that will make sense uh, when you listen back to it. Um, and I think we, we, that was about it, really. Um, yeah, just going for walks, um, drinking less, clearing my brain. Uh, that's it. And I think we just discussed a few remakes, didn't we, of how we think that you've got to have a bit of an open mind to it rather than, in my case, I tend to poo-poo them. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I think because we were talking about the trailer, weren't we, for the new Magnum? Did you see that, Adam? I didn't oh, see yeah. it. No, I missed it. It, it, it. it can't be the same. If there's not a gigantic moustache in it, it's not Magnum, is it? There's no moustache. No, no moustache. He's got a bit of stubble. Um, he's, he's, his mates are still called TC and yeah. Rick. Uh, and, and then he's a lady. Higgins is a lady, yes. Because, of course. Because. <laughs> well, what, why? It's. Uh... No, I, mm, I'm not a massive fan. I don't. It doesn't need to be Magnum. It could just be another show. Yeah. Surely, surely, if they'd written something good enough, they wouldn't think they wouldn't have to be a remake of Magnum. It could be a new show about something like Magnum. But it yeah. doesn't have to be Magnum. But they have um, get, kept the the theme tune, which you know, obviously, is important because the yeah. thing is, I mean, going back to the, the theme tunes from TV shows in the seventies and eighties, they were so amazingly iconic, aren't they? You know, yeah, you, you think of like think things like Magnum, Hill Street Blues, yeah. um, Airwolf, Airwolf, A Team, Night Rider, you know, and, Street and, Hawk as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, see, I don't remember that one so much. I, yeah. I don't think I think that only had one series, but anyway, yeah. yeah. But, you know, things like that. I think it was always, was it Glenn A. Larson or uh, it was Steve, not Steve Bochco. But anyway, Stephen J. Cannell, that was it. I think it was. He, he did a load of those TV series, like, you know, and the music and everything else. And they're so good. You don't get that anymore, do you really? Oh, not yeah. so much. There's cracking television, but so many intros are now exactly the same. They're all, like Games of Throny type. Yeah, it's all close-ups of like a big model or statue or something with just sort of nondescript orchestral music in the background. There's no theme tunes anymore. Although saying that, I do always make, you know, on Netflix, you know, if you're watching a TV series and it says like skip intro, whatever, um, I always watch the intro to Stranger Things. I don't know why. I just oh yeah, oh, no, that's, ne- that, that's good. That's a good. I one, never yeah. skip that. There's something about that music, and I think there's something about the the title screen. I just yeah. I never skip it. Always reminds me of John Carpenter. That's oh god, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Speaking of TV series, uh, I've finished watching the Santa Clarita Diet uh, series two, and I really enjoyed it. It's you know I've got a big man crush on timothy oliphant anyway and i love him i think he's so good in this he's absolutely brilliant drew Drew barrymore as well uh but for me it's all about timothy oliphant and uh if you haven't watched it definitely check it out it's a 28 minute series 
sorry, show, episode, whatever I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's funny. It's really funny. The thing is, it's it's Americans don't generally get satire, not satire, um, sarcasm, do they, generally? That's more of a British thing, yeah. But this feels like it's an American show, but they get it. They get that kind of sarcasm. Um, and it's really well written and really sharp and really funny and really good. So, um I might as well go. I'll I'll save you for a second, Adam. But um, I went a bit Marvel mad c- compared to uh, last month, and I've watched three Marvel films now. Watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, which was okay. Uh, thought the first hour of it was all right, and then when it's Kurt Russell's turned into a CGI head, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of tuned out, and it just turned into like a video game basically but uh, yeah it's still enjoyable but i can't see me watching it again i must because they actually they actually made margaret douglas really good in ant-man didn't they yeah i mean don't get me wrong there's bits where they do make a young kirk kurt russell and i was gonna say kirk douglas then um (laughs) but and and he's still fucking going as well isn't he like 162 (laughs) 101 isn't he 102 it's fucking crazy fucking vampire I wonder if he uh, bangs Catherine Zeta Jones in it. Anyway, sorry, no, that's right. No, what, 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 Him and Michael end to end. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a Welsh rare bit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what was I saying? I can't remember. Um, you saw Guardians. Guardians, yeah, yeah, that was okay. Didn't feel as fresh as the first film. Um, for you know, just kind of felt like a bit of a retread, and it, like you know, Chris Pratt's character kind of just felt to me like incidental to the whole thing. It just didn't. Although it's kind of about him and his dad and everything else. I just, you know, because I think he, you look a bit like him. Oh, thank you. I really like. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, I'll take that all day long. Um, I'm getting a bit, a bit of a stiffy thinking about that. <laughs> Then I watched Thor Ragnarok. Thought that was amazing. That was really good. Um, the director who did uh, a, t- a film that I talked about last time, uh, Hunt for the Wild People. He's fantastic. He's a great director. The humor in it was fa- spot on. The action in it was spot on. Uh, and I, the reason why I watched those Marvel films because I then went and watched Avengers: Infinity War, and I've got to say I loved it. I thought it was great. It, I, I was skeptical because it's what two hours and 35 40 minutes long it's a long fucking film but it flew by had great action in it um you know even though there's like cg shit going on and whatever it still felt like quite kind of personal there's loads going on loads of characters loads of action you know but they do manage i think to sort of balance it all out quite well uh and i think it's up there as one of my favorite now at the marvel universe um you know had all the hero moments that you expect where the hairs on the back of your neck gets stand up and uh yeah i know you've seen this haven't you adam uh, yes what did you enjoy it what did you i think? i i did like you i was skeptical um because like I said they've had eighteen films, or whatever, leading up to it, and I thought there's no you, you can't make a film with that many characters, make it kind of coherent or work. And as for the Thanos, the bad dude, we've only seen him in snippets, and I thought he was just going to be basically just another great big strong bloke who punches things. But they could have just called the film Thanos because he's like the main character, I think, yeah. in many respects. So. They fleshed out a decent bad guy. They managed to fit everyone in. Everyone had a purpose. I'm not entirely sure how they did it, to be honest, but I, yeah, I really fucking enjoyed it and I wasn't expecting to. I thought, you know, 18 films in the making, you can't possibly 
do anything that would kind of start to tie stuff together, but they managed it. I'll, I'll yeah, give them, yeah. They managed it pretty fucking well. And I have to say as well, like Thanos, the you know, because I saw like the trailer and I thought, God, he looks well dodgy. And then somebody compared him to Homer Simpson, and um, I saw like you know, put Homer Simpson's face next to his, and I couldn't get that image out of my head. But then as soon as he started to talk, and he's you know, uh, is it Josh Brolin who voiced yeah. him, isn't it? And I, and I don't think it's necessarily anything to do with Josh Brolin as such, but you kind of almost forget that he's a cg character you know you, you actually do give a shit about him you know yeah. even though he's trying to destroy the universe and everything you actually you empathize with him a little bit you know you kind of and he feels like a believable character yeah. um but no it had fun funny moments in it the humor and it was great you know there's there's like stuff towards the beginning with um chris pratt and chris hemsworth which i thought was i was laughing out loud you know it's really good um so yeah yeah it was fantastic but the I, only film i haven't seen yet is black panther um but I do want to watch that. So, I've d- I've decided Dave Batista. He he's the sort of reincarnation of Leslie Nielsen. Oh, he's great because he's becoming a master of deadpan delivery and yeah. just the right face at the right time. That sort of knowing, that knowing stupidity. He's absolutely fucking brilliant at it. Yeah, he he's he, you you do kind of cheer for him, particularly Guardians too. He he was one of the highlights of that film, uh, because like you said, he's just got that deadpan delivery, and he just lightens the mood with the stuff that he says. Because it's is yeah, he's great. He's great, really good. And at one point, there is a scene like uh, like in the original Police Squad where, and they did it make a gun as well, where Drebbing gets a towel thrown in his face, <laughs> and he sort of you know struggles to get it off like it's a massive fight. He, yeah. But, uh, Drax kind of does the same with uh, someone's cape. I thought, yeah. I was already <laughs> yeah. sat there thinking Leslie Nielsen. Then he did that, and I thought, that's Police Squad. They've got yeah. Police Squad in, in Infinity War. That's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I went to an event called Revival, which I've been going to for the past three years now. At it's They hold it now at Warsaw Football Stadium, um, the Bescot. And it's basically, it's a big retro event. And it's, it grows year on year. Like, it was just set in like one room like last year and the year before that and they have like chris o'regan usually goes and they have um like all the old computers and games that are on the tables you can just like plug a cartridge in and start playing a game or stick a tape in and start playing a game they have stand-up arcades you know they can't stick a tape in and start playing a game what you're talking about well you know what i mean (laughs) um but and, and and there's loads of arcade machines there's traders selling games and it's just a really cool event you know and the fact that it's local it's like 25 minutes down the road for me is, is even better uh so i went this year with wayne and um they've expanded it it's like there's two big rooms now um and there's even more stuff there and it, it's it's really cool i mean i don't know if there's anything like that by you guys at all um yeah, i'm quite lucky in that respect because i've got that and i've got egx which is in birmingham you know so uh so that's cool because i've never been to play because i know they do that in blackpool and manchester don't they but I've uh, I've never fancied the trek. I must admit to to, to those, um, but and because it's kind of local to me, and it seems a little bit under the radar. So although it's like there's quite a lot of people there, it, it's not like you have to squeeze in between people. To, to, do you know what I mean? It's not sort of heaving. Um, Sweaty bodies. Yeah, there's there's no virgins. <laughs> it's um well I don't know because everybody's an old fucker because it's all retro stuff. Sweaty fifty so. year old virgin men. um and then the only other thing of note i guess that i've done is i've rebuilt my pc uh 
go me. I've sort of <laughs> it's, why? I, well, so I've upgraded my PC because it's um, A the year CP. Old. No, 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 no. The, the CPU is from two. two I'm not going to too technical here because I'll sound like tits. But um, the, the, which isn't a bad thing. I should point where out. Is, where is dits? <laughs> Hello. Hello, dits, if you're listening. Possibly not. Um, the So the CPU is, is eight years old now. So I, and it, although it's still decent, do you know what I mean? Uh, I thought I, I want to upgrade it a little bit. And, and uh, how old is your daughter? Uh, six next Are month. Are you going to upgrade her when she's eight? I might do actually. Is it six or eight years old? No. Well, I think you should know. <laughs> no, the computer, not my daughter. No. <laughs> um, no, actually, I think it's about six or seven. Anyway, whatever. So I just I had it in my head that I wanted to upgrade my computer to a new CPU, but then doing that meant a new motherboard and a new RAM sticks and all this, that, and the other. And Ooh. Ooh, RAM. <laughs> so I can. I can, my computer's, my, I'm just uh, talking about upgrading my computer. The fucking thing's gone off. I don't know. Are you still there? Yes. Oh, God. Hang on. It's, You're I not think... due an update, are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, actually, I could make, I could build you a computer now. So, anyway, the, um, you, thank you very much. I just choose not to. Oh, fair enough. Any, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had uh, so I had the case. I got the power supply. I got the graphics card. So it's just a case of swapped, you know. But then saying that, because things are expensive generally, you know, I don't get me wrong. I haven't spent a fortune, but um, I, it, it just it worries me to think that I'm going to break something. And it's enough spent a couple of hundred quid on something that I'm going to break. And the warranty but, though, surely. Right? I know, but then they'll probably turn around and say, oh, well, you fucked it up yourself and it's your yeah. own fault and whatever. So, but saying that, there are some amazing videos on YouTube. I mean, you can do anything if you follow some of the guides on YouTube. Um, and this one guide I followed, it's it's 22 minutes long. 14 minutes of that is actually just building the computer and it's so you cannot go wrong you you literally cannot go wrong because it's so like kind of detailed even though it's only like quite a short video and then the rest of it is installing your operating system and you know overclocking your graphics card if you want to and all that sort of shit but i'll be honest um and it I'm really pleased and a little bit proud of myself. I managed to do this. It didn't take me that long. It probably took me about two and a half hours to strip out the case and then put the new stuff in. And then it probably took me about an hour to put in, to to install windows and do all that sort of stuff. And everything works. Everything works. You know, I mean, a few little kind of, because I've had to reinstall everything and whatever, but a few little teething problems here and there, but everything just kind of works. And I'm just, I'm really chuffed. So the next, if ever I need a computer in the future, I don't think I'll ever buy a computer off the shelf. I'll always go with getting the components and just building it, you know, because, um, but if anybody is interested, I had an i7-3770 um, and I've upgraded to an i5-8400, which isn't a massive leap, but it's more of a gaming CPU thing. I've upgraded the RAM sticks to 16 gigs of DDR4, yeah. which I had 12 gigs of DDR3, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> uh, and I've upgraded the motherboard, obviously. Um, so it, I've turned it more into more of a gaming PC than yeah. it was before. And it was a decent one back, you know, with those the bits I've got before. But now it's... Uh, even better. The only problem I've got is that there's so much fucking stuff to install, like games, Shadow of War, 90 gigs, fucking hell. 
it's just it's just modern. You had to just it, get on overnight, didn't you? And let it download or whatever. Yeah, but there you go, modern games. But no, I'm really pleased. That's one of my highlights. He's actually making a new computer, which I'm pl- pleased with. Oh, too right. Awesome. But, but there you go, Adam. Go on. But before, before, yes. as heartwarming a story as that was, <laughs> yeah. how erect I am at hearing all these technical specifications. <laughs> um, what you, you know? What? How many frames a second is it? Has it been worth? Um, it will make, like, make no. It will make no difference to the frames per second. You, you already had sixty running, didn't you? Well, that did. That's the the thing is, I've, I've every, I can only lock things at sixty anyway yeah. because yeah. that's the the refresh rate of my my yeah. TV. So why? I just I just I, mean, I, to, I, I, I get, get the thing about up. building and being successful. No, I, I get that. So I have done that before in the past, but if you're not seeing any improvement. Well, so no, once I got it in my head that I just wanted to try and build it and I just, I couldn't get that out of my head. So in some ways, yes, the, the, it's going to improve things like whatever, but it's now it was mainly, I just wanted to see if I could actually do it. And, and because I've proved that to myself, that's kind of, I'm, you know, I'm quite pleased with that. So it the sheer the... speed of it as well. I think like the multitasking and all that sort of stuff, I think makes a difference in it. Like the booting up and all that crap. I know not, it's not 400 quids worth, but it is kind of going to be my, my PC is just literally used for gaming. I mean, we're talking on it now, but I don't do it any documents, nothing. It's used just for gaming. That's it. Like, yeah. So... Runs like a peach. But, but there you go. So anyway, um, go on, Adam. What? What have you been doing? What have I been doing? I've been having a fucking whale every time. Um, <laughs> Apart from having Windows updates and stuff. Oh, that's amazing, yeah. So, so far tonight, <laughs> Windows update. I've snapped my headphones in half and I've swallowed a moth. Marvellous. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, my brother decided to try and chop his leg off. That was fun. God. Um, he got his leg caught in a machine that cuts steel girders. Fucking hell. Because um, he was he was fixing it. And I'm mean, not entirely sure what happened if it was... Uh, it shouldn't have been running, but it basically pinned him down, and the bit that cuts the steel went into his thigh. Um, because it was only running at thirty percent, it's just it's. Sort of <laughs> I going to say thirty frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. The PS4 Pro of the steel cutting machine. World. <laughs> so, no, so it's cut a massive wedge down, sort of the front of his thigh. Um, oh, so a big old massive flap just above his kneecap. Um, <laughs> Sorry, which is horrendous. And yeah, so he's had skin grafts and stuff. So that was nice and that was nice and stressful because uh, I thought, well, when, when I first heard the news, I was told that he had like bits of metal that like he'd been he'd had like metal rods that had speared his legs and stuff. And I was like, Jesus! And it turned out it was just a massive wound instead. Here. So um, yeah, that axe was wound. Good. Fucking, it did look like an axe wound. Yeah, I imagine Kerry Katona's vagina would look a bit like his leg did. Because <laughs> that's bound to be messy. Or Daniela Westbrook's nose if you took oh, yeah. it out. Yeah. And then smashed it in with a hammer. That's what that's what his leg looked like. Jesus. Uh, there was that. And then last week, some divvy fucking twat decided to um, aid me in writing my car off, which I was really happy about. Um, wow, you've had some shit look, shitty yeah. look. 
Are you are you okay? What I mean, do you are you legally obliged to tell us what happened, or is it? Can you tell us? Or am I legally am I legally obliged? Look, is that- no, is there? An, sorry, yeah, I got that mixed up. Is there? A, is it like because you know with insurance claims and stuff? Can you talk about it or? I don't know. So yeah, basically, basically, I got hit and my car went dink. I went into a hedge, um, and yeah, the front of it was smashed in. It's been written off, and I was not happy, and I went home. And because you get all that. You know, I'm generally quite laid back, so I don't really have much adrenaline going for me half the time because I sort of stumble through life like a sort of mediocre corpse. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I got I got home and, and sort of had an emotional breakdown for about two minutes, and then uh, then got angry. And then uh, like the day after, you're still pissed off and angry and shaky and stuff. But then at the end of the day, I walked out of it and not no no problem. So you know, I've got to be glad of that. Mm. No, I'm so, car shopping. So, so in, are you getting a new car then, or? Uh... Well, I was thinking about either one car, or I might get a collection of about ten unicycles. <laughs> okay, uh, I've opted for the car. Yeah, no, I'm test driving one tomorrow, and I think I'll end up getting that one because okay. I need a car. To be honest, and I were you injured? You, you no, okay? no, I was, I was fine. That's what I mean. It, as pissed off and angry and. Whiplash? Did you get whiplash? No, none of that. None of that. I was. I was make, lucky. You gonna make a claim? I'm not a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's cunts like that that cause my own insurance. To I, to- I totally life. agree. I've never done that in my life ever. Oh. That's me being serious. I can't stand people who do that. No, but uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I've never done that. Have you guys, Ben? Have you ever been in a car accident? Then, and like, you had to go through insurance and like shit um only through work um so it's always gone on like work insurance so i've never actually done anything like whiplash or nothing like that so oh, okay yeah i mean i i did once the sun was like really low in the sky which is weird uh in the morning and i, I was blinded yeah, like, and oh, I, 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 a pretty common at that time of the day <laughs> <laughs> was that your well, excuse in court well no I, and I couldn't see i mean i was blinded and then i just kind of the next thing i know is i hit a parked car How and old no, is, well, this is going back about three years ago, I think. Now, thirty-nine years on this planet, <laughs> you were blinded by the sun, and it came as something of a surprise. <laughs> anyway, so I um, I hit this car, and I did more damage to my car. I mean, it wasn't drivable. Anyway, I hung. I, I you know, what the fuck do you do? Because you don't. These things don't happen very often. And uh, so, and phoning the insurance, and I have to say, you know, they just sorted everything out. Recovery vehicle came but then i was panicking what the fuck do i do because i don't want the police to come you know if this guy thinks i've driven off whatever you put a little note on there didn't you well i did and then i I even went to the trouble of knocking on the doors where this car was parked (laughs) hello it's me or chris you kill (laughs) (laughs) i was like do you know whose car this is i've i've unfortunately hit it and they said no no i think well and then one of them said i think they live across the road nobody's not anyway a few sort of like was there for an hour and a half because waiting for the recovery vehicle and then um this couple i saw walking towards the car now looking at it i hadn't done a massive amount of damage to their car well anyway i i saw them going towards it and i got out the car and i said and they i approached them and they probably they thought who the fuck is this and i said look i'm really sorry i hit your car earlier you know uh 
if you want to swap details and everything else. He said, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, no, no, it's fine. No need to. Don't worry. Don't worry. And uh, they got that. Pesky Australians. And then they got in their car and just drove off in it. And I thought, did that just fucking happen? because they you get know? their fucking insurance, yeah. mate. That's why. Well, well, that's what yeah. I thought. But yeah. then, so, um, yeah. But it didn't stop my insurance going up. No, so. I know, exactly. They're the fucking worst, those ones who ain't got no insurance. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad to hear that you, you're safe and sound. And... Uh, you know, I had to be rational. At the end of the day, I walked away from it. So, mm. you know, it's only a chunk of metal that's quite necessary. And it's like losing both your feet. Well, yeah, and I, I hope your brother recovers soon. Yeah, oh, he'll be all right eventually. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anything else going on? You watched anything or done anything? Uh, started watching Westworld again because that's back on. Um, oh, I, I haven't got Sky any longer, so I haven't got Sky Atlantic. I've, I've swapped over to Virgin, so I haven't. Well, unless I get a dodgy stream, um, I'm not going to get a chance to watch the second series. Is it good? Because I've heard a few mixed things about it. It's very good. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's a very good series. <laughs> <laughs> I've Fair heard enough. a few people saying that they, they can't make head or tail of these fucking plot. Well, that's because they're spastics. It's a complicated plot, you know. In uh, a in a modern age where everything's really simple, it's nice to have something. <laughs> not all fucking Geordie Shaw and fucking <laughs> all those other wretched fucking reprobates. <laughs> Sometimes you like stuff with a bit of a plot. Yeah. Mm, good. And does Tandy Newton get her tits out as usual? Or uh, she hasn't as of yet. No. Oh, that's a shame. No. I'm a couple of episodes behind. So she got massive nipples. I have to say. She has. Yeah. You could. Uh, you, you could. You could blind a donkey with them. <laughs> Give me some hairy nipples any day. <laughs> Fucking love hairy nipples. Men or women? <laughs> women, obviously. Yeah. I ain't no gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, anything else going on? Um, I, I th- no, I've, I think I've had enough, to be honest. Yeah. I uh, actually quite like a week where something is normal. Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Right. Before we move on, then, I'm desperate for a slash. I'm sorry. <laughs> can, so we'll be no. back. Go on, unless you've got anything else you want to no, say. No, no, I was just going to say, can I go make a nice cup of tea? Yes, of course. Well, oh, I need to have a piss. Well, we old. So, right. <laughs> We'll be back in a minute to let you know what games we've been playing over the past month or so. Uh, oh, well, hopefully he's still with us. I'm sure he will be because, um, well. It's been quite long because it's got the ABC of video games. But it's been quite long without mentioning a video game. Well, because we, we... Fuck talk- off. You weren't here for 20 minutes. Yeah, you don't know. What we, talk- we talked about loads of fucking games in that 20 yeah. minutes. All I heard was you talked about fucking Ben's cunt mum and something else. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll be back in a minute. I'm going to go get a drink. Right, I'll be back in a sec. My son, we do not fight because the world makes us fight. We fight for a greater purpose. We forge into the unknown. 
fulfilled the promise we made. No matter the darkness, nothing will stand in our way. Again. Right, we're actually going to talk about some video games, um, believe it or not. <laughs> but then uh, people always used to say to us, or say to me as well, that uh, not that um, that they sort of tune in for the the talk, the talk about what we've been doing, and then they kind of tune out for the video games. A lot of people do anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of people will be, you know, here to listen to us talk about our insightful criticism of Ludo narrative <laughs> <laughs> dissonance when it comes to things like Streets of Rage and all that kind of That's bollocks. That's what I mean, but you never hear the saying Ludo narrative harmony. Is that is that a real thing? Or... That is the opposite, yeah. The opposite of it. Is that just where stuff works? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just having a look now. Is it a thing? Yes, it's fine. I'm not fucking making it up, am I? <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to be a big long thing just to say something that fits something yeah i don't must be i don't understand where where the why they call it ludo do you know what i mean or yeah. i get the narrative bit obviously but yeah, yeah. Mm, it, it's a compound of ludology uh ludo ludology 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 a narrative refers to the intersection in a video game of ludic elements. Oh, I can't be all this much. What the fuck's ludic <laughs> Fucking hell, just want to play a fucking game and shoot someone in the face. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck about all that bollocks? Fuck I know, me. I know. God almighty, fucking... Just ugh. play your games, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking never used to worry about the ludo narrative dissonance <laughs> in fucking Jet Set Willy. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what, we must have on the same wavelength because as soon as you said that, Jet Set Willy popped into yeah. my head for some reason. Don't know why, it just did. Anyway. Because I suppose you're walking, you're walking around buildings with names of rooms, aren't you, and stuff. It didn't make sense. With funny fucking, was it, big feet and everything and stuff. Mm. Weird characters. Yeah. Basically made no bloody sense. No. It didn't matter. No. Yeah, fucking analyse it like a bunch of fucking retards. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, go on then, Ben. What have you been up to the last month? Okay, I've actually, done, I've actually done very little, but I haven't really. I've done, <laughs> I've done, I've done a lot more actually because a lot of everything I was talking about earlier is about finding time, and I just seem to have more time as well. So I put a good few hours into one game, which I'll leave toward the end. Oh. Um, um, I've been tinkering around with my um, GPD handing, handheld system again, just getting more emulators on there and stuff. There's some that just don't work, like the Saturn. Just doesn't fucking work. It's shit, and you can't go anything above like Nintendo 64. PlayStation's bang on. But I've got all the old Atari ones. Uh, I've got DOSBox working on there now. Um, obviously, Mame, all that sort of shit. Just tinkering around. You know, all the main consoles. Um, I've even got like Banjo Kazooie working really well on the Nintendo 64 emulator now, which is usually a ball ache to get emulated, but it's really good. Um, What's the um, capacity, memory capacity on this? Like, not in terms of how much can it hold? Like, because that, I mean, I know a lot of the old games are like megabytes, aren't they? But yeah. some of the newer ones, they're, they're 
you know, they like mega CD games. They're like something you don't, you know, download those occasionally and they're like 400, 500 meg. Yeah. I've got to be honest. I've stuck a card in mine because I hate sort of having no, uh, I think it's, uh, I'm just trying to remember. I think it's 32, uh, 32 gig, the actual um machine itself that's not too bad yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it is not 100 sure uh but I've just, I've just whacked a 64 gig in there and i've got loads of space pretty much um i mean i it's mainly for the for these systems they're quite small file sizes aren't they so it's, it's, mm. it's all right but i've got like um the, the biggest games be your cd-rom games like um i've got snatcher on there for the mega cd at the moment that's about yeah. 400 400 megabytes so the playstation games can be up to a gig some of the big ones but no it's all cool um you- yeah are you whacking like entire collections on there? Are you like actually choosing the games? Choosing games because I always make the mistake of whacking massive, great big sets and on there and like, not playing fuck all. Yeah. So this time I'm sort of going, no, if I fancy playing a game, put it on there. It's like, in fact, for, for this particular month, we're going to be speaking about Streets of Rage 2. I've, I just whacked that game on there because I knew I'd play it, you know, and um, Ring Sting too. And <laughs> that was well. So it's really cool. It's just really, really good to have it in your hands. I think I mentioned last last month about the fact that just just, just having the Amiga on there is just fucking crazy. I've got Atari ST on there now. Uh, I've got the DS up and running. Uh, Why the Amst- you have the Atari ST if you've got the fucking Amiga? Because there are some exclusives on there, buddy. They're actually better. Are there? Yeah. yeah, there are some. Oh, there are some. guys are exclusives on exactly. it. I mean... People used to say, oh, the Atari ST had better music sound quality and all this. No, no, no. The Atari ST had better MIDI sound. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah the actual game sound was awful in comparison. Yeah, the, yeah, the Amiga had better game sound. But, but there are some really... It's like anything in it. All consoles have exclusives, so, so I have to have them all, basically. Unless it's an Xbox. Because <laughs> 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 well, I was talking about you know building this PC, and I started from scratch, really. I formatted all the drives and everything. So... Yeah. You know, I'm, I've I've gone balls deep in terms of emulation and stuff, but I've downloaded full ROM sets. You know, two gigs worth, fifty gigs worth, and of shit. And I've got now. I'm just looking about fifteen versions of Act Razor, which I'm never going to look at. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. know, twenty <laughs> copy, twenty versions of Adam's Family Values or Adam's yeah. Family. I'm thinking, oh fuck me, you know what I mean? And oh, mind you, there's one called Adult Manga, which I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, I did notice the other day. I downloaded the Sega Master System, like a full ROM set of there, and there was one. I'm gonna have to find it now. Um, I, I well. I, I'm hesitant to type it into my... Oh, is it called Groping Minge Licker? It was called <laughs> Rape Something, which I'm rape. thinking... Really? Not Rape, not rape Play, but... Oh, but... that's an old Atari game, isn't it? There was there was something rapey in, in here. Um... Accent. They did that one for the um, Xbox, didn't they? The, um, rare Rape Play. <laughs> <laughs> There's one here. It's called Rape Games. That's cool. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, is it? No, that's a, that's a SNES uh, ROM, so I might have to check that one out. There's there's one, two, three, four versions of that, so I'm looking forward to seeing what. Bottom's bound to give you an erection. <laughs> well, hopefully. Um... <laughs> no, there's no point raping with that erection. <laughs> 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 so good. Who, said, who, who says it's rape anyway come on <laughs> you know sometimes they're just too pissed they're up for it at the time <laughs> if you stop breathing <laughs> after, no one 
<laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, should we carry on, should we? <laughs> go on, go on. Um, yeah, no, I've done the same with the um, look with the PC versions of all my emulators. I've just got all the ROMs. Yeah, it's the easiest way of doing it. But I think just to have it like in the handheld, I want to sort of pick and choose the games. So that's the kind of way of doing it. Um, yeah, so there's all that. So that's all up and running. Um, other than that, I have played. Um, I started again because I played it back originally when I got my laptop. When I first got my laptop, I had a few Steam games on there, ones that were kind of what would work, like Limbo and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, with it being such an underpowered system, I couldn't play hardly jack shit on there. But I did play originally the Stanley Parable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you played that, you guys? I, I no. Um, I'm surprised that's not come out on console. I have to say, it's one of those that they could easily quite, you know, quite easily. Do. Yeah, you'd think like, they'd done gone home and that, didn't you? And things like that. You'd have thought they'd maybe do this one, but um, yeah, that's no, really cool. So um, I reinstalled it on my Steam, um, and I've got to be honest. I when I played it originally, I didn't think much of it, hmm. um, and I think because I did literally just play it, and I sort of played it, played it through, and I thought, well, yeah, it's quite clever. You've got the narrator who. Um, sort of um try to insist on you doing things the whole idea is you sort of go against the grain and do what you want to do and then the narration changes and i think the narration's done really really well and so you can get a bit irate and sort of make a few jokes here and there but actually there's something crazy like like loads and loads of different endings to this game apparently um, yes there which, are yeah. which i must admit i didn't know um so i remember at the time thinking what well, i don't really see what, what what all the hype is about i mean this is a um first person game um but you start a stanley running around your office you think you start in your office um and that's pretty much it i think there is a message there are podcasts out there that sort of uh, describe the the message you're trying to give out and stuff like that but i won't be doing any of that sort of shit so it's just <laughs> literally just uh, for me um just the, it's more of a humorous type game but it's quite interesting because i remember vividly even though i haven't played it in probably what five six years i remember at the time exactly what happened at the end so it must have stayed in my mind you know and then playing it this time it was completely different and it's just like i thought yeah that's pretty clever actually mm-hmm. and i think you know that without spoiling much there are lots lots of different nods different games in there you know and stuff um yeah, but do you yeah. really want fan service yeah. <laughs> I, I, i'm a great fan of um, fan service yeah I, I love all that sort of shit <laughs> i really do um uh, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to come up with <laughs> trying to come up with some witty comment there, but I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Um, but what do you guys think of it? Do you like the narration side? Of, I mean, it's done in Source Engine. You, it, it really does look like like a Half-Life type game with its visuals and stuff. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I've played it. I must admit. And uh, but it is. It's kind of I can't really remember much a massive amount about it. In, in, in a, other than it kind of, you know, you get the feeling that the, the narrator's a bit like GLaDOS in as much as that they're very sarcastic and yeah. you know, saying, oh, he won't walk down that corridor. And yeah. then you obviously end up do walking down that corridor. And then, I, you know, he'll turn around and say, I knew he'd do that. Or, you know, it, there's uh, there's kind of like those. And if you look at it, I suppose, too deeply, you know, it's intellectual bollocks. But um, it is, uh, yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable for the time. I, would, I probably would need to fire it up again. Just but to- did you like get a lot of different endings or did you just sort of crack on through it like I did originally? Uh, I can't really remember. Like I said, we're going back about three years since I last tried it, and I don't think I played loads and loads of it. I mean, I just thought it had quite an interesting idea, but I'm, like I said, I'm generally surprised it hasn't come out on console because mm. they could flog it for, well, a, 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 you know, seven or eight quid or a tenner. I mean, you know, I can't imagine it's that difficult to stick on yeah. a console. Um, 
so but yeah i mean i had fond memories of it it made me smile you know it made me chuckle in places yeah. and uh so and i didn't look too deeply at it i just thought yeah it's yeah. They've, they've done something a little bit different you know and they've obviously got a bit of knowledge about video games for the fact that they're referencing stuff you know yeah which is fine by me like i said i I mean, the, the thing with that is that that's quite popular in lots of mediums, isn't it? With TV series, yeah. films, you know, and making references to stuff. You know, you can look at it in two ways, can't you? You think, oh, well, you're just being a smart ass, you know, or another way. Like, um, fucking Quentin Tarantino does it all the time, you know, and things like that. And yeah. you think, oh, you know, it's um, in other ways, you can think, well, I like that because it appeals to me as well. So, I think if you, I think considering it's like six years, I think it's probably six years old now as well. I think that was sort of that around that time was when all these walking simulators were starting to sort of come out as well. And that's pretty much all it is. It's not much to do other than just interact and walk around. Um, yeah, but it is not, pretty clever. Yeah. Would you say it's a, it's, is it again, it's, well, you get into the debate of is it a game or is it just a bit of an experience? Because I don't think there's many gamey elements to it. Is there really? It's no, just, just interact. Know, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Just, having to walk around and funny stuff kind of happens yeah that's very but it's funny because i remember playing games like dear esther and um that's even less more involvement i mean that's literally just walking around as well so you know i think my favorite of uh, that sort of genre is probably firewatch that that was really pretty cool yeah Yeah. and i think uh i've not played any of the newer ones um i played a little bit of what was that one uh ethan cart no yeah, I played a bit of that. Um, you, you've got to be in the right frame of mind to play some of these games. I think a lot of the times they're trying to tell some sort of deeper story or something going on, so you have to really concentrate on what you're doing. But yeah. Um, yeah. You, you like those games, don't you, Adam? I think you're yeah. more of a connoisseur of that type of thing. Well, they yeah, they're just easy games to, in between like your big games. They're easy ones to play. You know, they're never overly long. Like somewhere usually between like four and seven hours. You don't have to think too much, and if they've got a decent story to tell. I do like my narrative stuff anyway, so. Well, your Ludo narrative stuff. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. So oh. you haven't played this game then, Stanley Parable? No. 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 You need to get a PC just for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can, build, I, I can build you one if you want. I'll spend two grand just to get Stanley Parable. <laughs> He doesn't know what he's missing out, does he, Stabby? He just doesn't know. I I won't turn into one of those people. I'm not going to bang on about this next game, about playing it on PC and that. I won't do that, but no. No, (laughs) Okay, the next game I play, and it's the one that I've done the majority of other than a few other little bits and bobs here and there. But um, yeah, um, I haven't played a Ghost Recon game in quite some time. I mean, I played them... What were the original ones on the Xbox 360? Uh, I think it was pretty much just Ghost Recon, wasn't it? Advanced Warfighter. Advanced Warfighter. Yeah, I played those. I quite enjoyed those back in the day. Um, oh, right. I love those. I mean, yeah. that, that, but, because the 360 for me was like the first real online experience. You yeah. know, and, and I've always just said that that's how Wayne and I became sort of really good friends and yeah. best friends and, and, you know, and talking and playing and sharing these experiences. And Advanced Warfighter, you could play through the story, and then there were like co-op DLC missions that you got yeah. as well. And playing those games, I mean, keep people going about PUBG and everything else because you know I'm I'm not saying that the, they were like really hardcore, but you couldn't get hit. It's not like Gears of War where you can get hit by loads and loads and your health regenerates. You yeah. can only get shot a couple of times, and that was it. That's right. Dead. And you get a headshot, um, that's it. You're done. Yeah. But they were really good games, really, really fun and enjoyable. I mean, like Ghost Recon games have gone through different 
sort of phases, haven't they, over the past few years? But I know the game you're going to talk about. So yeah, I mean, this one is Ghost Re uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, and this. I mean, I've missed out so many previous Ghost Recon games, if I'm if I'm honest. Um, um, but this one I've always had a, a bit of an interest in. It's purely just seeing a trailer, and it, I think it was just the world itself. It just looked mind blowing. But it's like anything in it. It's like these games are huge. I'm in the top, right? It's I've started off. You, you, you're, you, there's basically you and is it three or four other um, companions? Four, so. four player. You can play. Four. I mean, obviously these games are probably set up for multiplayer. But me being the Rambo wanker I am, I just still like to play these games on my own. Um, but I'm just really, really impressed with this. I mean, for a start, the the the, the visuals and the audio is just out of this world it really really is and, and I, as i say i've just started in this morning i don't even know in all honesty i don't even know who the characters are i don't know what what where you're meant to be based on i think but you're basically these um this mercenary group going into i, I suppose you're kind of trying to liberate areas as well pretty similar to games it's, it's like, like bolivia i think isn't it it's, yeah um, or it is bolivia i think um because there was a bit of controversy about that because uh people saying oh well it's just being portrayed as this drug haven criminal underworld all that kind of stuff yeah. i don't know what you what you sorry karen no come on come on. i don't know what you guys like i mean it's just like I, I do get that with open world games you know i've got real levels of games like they're they're touchstones for me like gta 5 and stuff they've sort of really really hit the nail on the head I mean, there's so much money and so much effort that goes into the, that sort of game but but with this it's like um it's not the same kind of detail like with with regards to the smaller areas like the actual buildings and stuff but the actual overall map and world is just crazy good um just completely all the different environments i mean I've, i'm only really sort of in jungle areas at the moment because you know when you go into like the um the, the menus and actually look at the map and you can zoom out and stuff it's just I, I'm, i've done the tiniest bit and that's the problem with these sort of games actually having the time to to to, to really complete these sort of games i think i'm just happy to accept i'm never ever i mean not that i complete many games anyway but i'm just i, I think i'm just happy to accept that i'm never going to complete a game like this i like just jumping in dicking around with mm. all these open world games and that's what i'm doing but with this it's like the sound design is crazy um like when that when, when it turns to nighttime and that you can actually hear like different animals i mean I, i'm guessing the wild wildlands aspect of it is the fact that it's got lots of animals and stuff is that why it is or i don't really get or is it just the fact that it's overrun by lots of different fucking things is that criminals yeah criminals, yeah um it's got all that normal stuff where you can sort of um if you hold in the right bumper button you can bring up a wheel and um get your teammates to walk to a certain position or you can get them to come back to you um get them to open fire if you're in an area but it's just it's great when you first start the game you're on if you press up on the d-pad you've got your little drone which you can fly around, you can tag enemies and then get your other you know, AI characters to um, take them out and you get a cool down time. And obviously you get, you get all your skills and unlocks um, and I'm just gradually building up. It's just the one I've got my eye on at the moment. It's probably not going to take too long to get, but it's just to get a parachute. I can't wait to like fly a helicopter and just jump out of a parachute. You know, the world itself is just crazy. And um, yeah, I'm just really blown away by it. It feels really solid in the shooting and that. It's a third-person game. Anyone's not played a fucking Ghost Recon game, but yeah, it's um just um really really cool. Uh, it obviously is geared up for multiplayer, but I'm just not sure if I'm ever really going to do that. I haven't got a group of four friends who 
I haven't got any friends, but you know, you know <laughs> I, 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 I imagine it'd be really, really good fun to play with your friends. But I'm just kind of happy. I think the AI is pretty good. Um, I'm just doing all sorts. I'm just I'm just doing this thing where I open up the map and I've, I think I've done one main story mission. I'm just going around doing side quests, picking up intel, unlocking new skills. And it's just absolutely fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, don't know what more to say about it. But, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I've played a bit of it. I've got it on the Xbox and um, played a bit of it in co-op. And it is, it is really good for it in co-op. I think um, Matt... Uh, who lives across the road from me, he showed me around the map and he said that he spent a few hours just going around and just marking things on the map, you know, just for, yeah. for going from one area to another. And there's so much that you can do. And, you know, you, you can sort of, if, to the, 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 if you take every little element, there is absolutely hours and hours worth yeah. of content in there. There is, there is, there is a thread, there is a narrative, uh, a Ludo one, I guess. Um, <laughs> But there is a thread, and you know, apparently the, the characters in the, the your you know your team are really unlikable. You know, they're just really just horrible people and stuff. But again, yeah. I don't really give a shit about that. But just in terms of, a, of an open world game yeah. where you can get on a motorcycle, get in a vehicle, and your teammate can get in the vehicle and lean out the window and shoot enemies that are chasing you, or you're chasing them. You, there's different ways you can tackle objectives. Yeah, you can get, get in a helicopter. You know, attack gun ships and uh you know fly from one part of the map to the other and there's loads of different things you can get resources level up i mean it's fucking phenomenal really there's too many hours there kind of isn't there and it's like where i've got so many open world games that which ones do you actually play and for some reason this one seems to be sticking with me and i don't know why i think it's literally that world it's sort of pulls me in you know yeah. a persistent world it's not like there's none of this loading bullshit like they used to get it's literally completely open isn't it and it's just um yeah. yeah, that's the one impressive thing about the game. I mean, yeah. it does look great as well, you know, and it yeah. plays really nicely. Uh, but it just, it's the loading. It just, it's a massive open world, but yep. there's no loading. It's there. It's it, Once you get yeah. into the game, you're in, and the, and, and there's no, none of this sort of loading bullshit or whatever. And that's yes. really impressive. Um, the only thing I would say about it, and it, it's sort of negative, is that the vehicles... Are shit aren't great well you know. the land vehicles aren't yes great. i think, I think yeah. actual helicopters feel great um but yeah i noticed that driving around when you've when you've played something like gta 5 yeah uh, it's like a different world you know compared to this but yeah but you you don't mind really do you because i uh, forgive that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, but i mean yeah it is a cracking game it really is and i think you know i'll talk about a ubi game in a bit i mean ubisoft seem to have been on top of their game for a while now i must admit in terms of um their releases and they've, they've got quite you know you know that people moan at them for just being assassin's creed and whatever but they have got a fairly yeah uh, diverse lineup of games you know for honor being one of them i've not played it i must admit i have um seen it but you know that's a different type of game yeah. you know they they did south park didn't they which is a little bit different so, so they have their staples but then they try a little a few little things i mean like you know this is like Ghost Recon. Uh, what what was the other one? Uh, I didn't talk about it last time, but I had a blast playing it. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. That is fucking awesome. Is it? I mean, oh god, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those that um, we were playing terrorist hunts, and again, so like me, Wayne, Matt, and a few of Matt's friends. It is really good fun, and it's, so what they've done is they've apparently gone down the route of. Um, uh, like Overwatch and and uh, instead of like 
leveling up your character you actually have like classes and different sort of like characters that have skills and skill sets so you pick a character based on what they're good at and what their sort of things are you know sort of doing breaches and some of them can smash through things because they've got a sledgehammer on their back and some of them have got more defensive capabilities but playing that I mean, we've just had so much fun and it's just a real, that's a cracking game. And again, initially, I think on its release, that was criticised for being a bit lightweight uh, in terms of its story and stuff. But just as a multiplayer game is really good fun. Fantastic, really good. And that it it seems to have grown over the past couple of three years that, you know, more and more people are are getting on it. So, but yeah, because I mean, they they add to their games as well. They've added to uh, this. They did that predator mode where you could. That's like, right. Yeah. Which I'm a, a bit annoyed because I think that's only a time thing. But I don't know if you can play that now. But you you and your sort of like mates could sort of go up against the predator. Which yeah, is, that sounds know. really cool, doesn't it? Yeah. That's Seth was actually Seth sent me a message talking about that. I didn't really know what he was talking about, but yeah, it looks really really good. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. So yeah. cool. You got anything else? Nah. That's good, though. That's cool. It's not bad for me. I've done about four hours in that game, mate. That's pretty good, even for a month for me, considering everything that's going on. So, yeah. What, what are you going to do when Red Dead comes out? Just to, oh, I know. Curiosity. Are you going to... Because, you know, you, you've completed the original Red Dead. I'll say original. It's, Red Dead Redemption, haven't you? It's my... On any given day, it's my favourite game of all time. You know, I, I've got about five games that are up the top for me, and that can sometimes be my favourite. Yeah, what am I going to do? Fuck, hope for a PC version, pretty much. But um, but I'm not going to be not had be there day one, am I? But unfortunately, I've got to be honest with you. My current situation is not good to be able to go. I can't be buying any new consoles or nothing like that. So no, but in terms of just playing, the, having the time to play the game, are you going to? set some time aside or are you going to just like play dip in and out like because well i dipped in and out even with red dead redemption but it's one of those ones that i completed isn't it but i just but i ended up not doing every single side mission not getting lost but it's a game (laughs) that even now i still just boot up i still play red dead redemption just on the xbox one you know and it's just i I could just dip in and out of that game but again that had an extremely good story to it as well so that made me want to play it and finish it you know Mm. But it looks crazy, doesn't it, by the Did trailer? The new, the new trailer? Yeah, it just, just it's going to be amazing. But I'm going to be really pissed off because obviously I think the lead, what's the lead platform? I think it's Xbox One X, I think. I don't know. I mean, you'd imagine that the one that that's the most powerful, isn't it? But yeah. I mean, the Pro prob- won't be far behind it, probably. So. If I ain't got either, so what the fuck am I going to do? But then saying that, I mean, a lot of the time with those consoles is, I think it comes down to resolution. Yeah. I think you find that 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 it tends to just be sometimes a resolution bump. So, but yeah. I, I, I openly admit it that I watch the Digital Foundry videos. The PS4, the base PS4 version. I mean, you've got a PS4, haven't you, Adam? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, got a 1080p screen, so I don't feel like I'm missing out. If I had a 4K screen, I'd want something better. But at the end of the day, I'm playing it on a 1080p screen. And so, yeah, some of the stuff that that little that stupid little five year old black box can do still is ridiculous. It's crazy, but the four K is not going to bother me. I'd rather have ten eighty p but locked. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm not going to get, which we're not going to get on a standard uh, PlayStation sixty frames a second, are we? Basically, well, I don't think you'll get that on any console. To be honest with no, you, no. I think they'll lock it at thirty, wouldn't they? Probably. But uh, that should still the... be a pretty tasty game then, even on my one, maybe. Oh Never god, know. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, if yeah. you, I mean, you look at the, I think the three, the, not three sixty, the Xbox One, the original. You can see that's lags behind the PlayStation Four. But yeah. then when you you do watch some of these digital foundry videos, the PS Four 
he still holds it own. It's still a, like phenomenal yeah. in terms of what it, it does. Like God of War uh, looks amazing. Um, the what's it called? The new one, uh, Detroit, whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, they're saying that's got an amazing visuals, you know, yeah. and it's so the thing is, what I just think these new consoles, a lot of the time, it's just that resolution bump that you get, that's which true. you only really see if you've got a 4K, but even then. I don't know if you see it's not a, a massive huge difference. It's one of those things that if you stop the TV, if you paused it and you zoomed in like two hundred percent like they do, yeah. and put them side by side, you'd probably think, "Oh yeah, I can see there's a it's a bit sharper." But then, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I well, know what you're saying. And so, they're going to make they're going to certainly optimize it for those systems anyway. You know, companies yeah. like Rockstar fucking put so much into it, don't they? So. But then probably in a year's time, or maybe slightly less, hopefully there might be a PC version. Yeah. Know? Well, I double dip them, and I. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I thought about this the other day. I own GTA Five on yeah. the P- Xbox 360, the PS3, the PC, yeah. the PS4, the Xbox One. I've got five fucking copies of GTA Five. Do you know what I mean? And that's probably why it's for the best-selling game ever because yeah. it's just yeah. I've, I've got it on every system, you know. But yeah. there you go. Yeah, good. Cool. Awesome. Go on then. Shall I go next, Adam? Or do Up you want to jump? Up to you. Go on then. So let me uh, let me get my little list. Uh, I haven't played loads. Well, last time I spoke about Far Cry Five, didn't I? So yeah. I've pretty much just been playing that predominantly, uh, and I've finished it now. And, and I think I've play, played about forty hours into it in total. And again, similar to Wildlands, it's a game that you can dip in and out of. Um, it's it's essentially like a first person version of of ghost recon wildlands you know you can kind of get in vehicles whether it's uh atv atvs trucks cars um boats bikes uh helicopters you know you you can get in pretty much any kind of vehicle and just do anything in this little world and that's what i loved about it you know i really did enjoy it the story was a bit it was good. I found a lot of the side missions were probably a bit more enjoyable than the actual main story, um, if I'm honest with you, because they have a bit more fun with, with it, whereas the main story is... It's heavy going. There's times where you think... There's one one bit in it where a character's describing this, this story in great detail about how this bad guy is basically... He's called the cook, and uh, he would well. You can guess what he fucking does. He uh, he cooks like people. Ooh, cannibal. And he, and he yeah. He also, and he and, and she describes in detail how he made these two kids watch him uh, cook their parents alive and then feed them to them. And I'm thinking, I this is too. I don't. This is too much. I don't. You know, I know I said last time, didn't I, that I had a few reservations about some of the story elements to it. You know, it just it feels like it's a it's too much. Like it's it's really trying to hammer home that these people are bad people. You know, I'm just thinking, fuck me. I, I, and I don't know what it is about, you know, maybe 15. No, not even that long. Maybe. Well, yeah, probably about 10 years ago. I wouldn't give a shit about stuff like that. But because you've got now, kids, mate. Now I've got kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I think. Oh, this is a bit too too full on now. I can't be bothered with all that bollocks. In terms of a game, it's spot on. It it's a really fun game. You know, where like I said, you can 
you can go you can hunt animals there's loads of side missions you can do there's loads of different things you can get into you can go fishing you know what i mean you can get fishing rods and you can catch fish and you know there's different things that you can get for doing all that there's loads of ways that you can upgrade your character um upgrade your vehicles upgrade your weapons there is so much that you can do and it looks amazing it looks stunning you know um and it's just a really fun game you know and playing it co-op was great uh yeah it, it, it just just fantastic aside from a few dodgy story elements like i said you know it, the actual gameplay itself I, I can't really fault it's a bit more of the same if you played far cry 4 you're not going to get a massive sort of like it's not going to do anything majorly different from that but i i'm not really looking for anything different because i thought far cry 4 was fantastic fun as well so uh yeah it, it's a cracking game i highly recommend it um if you like first person shooters and if you haven't played a Far Cry game for a long time, you know, like Adam, I love that you've played Far Cry, have you? I've never played a Far Cry game still. Okay. Definitely. I mean, you can get four for Peanuts. Um, I haven't played... What was the other one? The, the Caveman one? Primal. Primal, yeah. yeah. I've not played that, but that's supposed to be a bit Yeah, different. I've got that. I've got that PlayStation 4. Have you played much of it? About two or three hours. Again, it's these things in it where you just go into these worlds where you think, God, I'm going to have to put so much time into this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But then saying that, it is, like, fun. You know what I mean? And oh, you, yeah. It, there's challenges. The way you upgrade your character is there's different challenges that you do. Sort of like, you know, so it's like get 10 headshots, get 100 machine gun kills, whatever. Yeah. But then there's a few more kind of little obscure ones, um, which are fun to get as well, you know. And then they there's, there's, there's loads you can do. It, it's just a... Yeah. A fun game and it looks the part, really does. And I'd recommend definitely checking out four and five. I mean, three was supposed to be good as well. Um, but yeah, really fantastic. The next game I've played um, is I've played about two or three hours of A Way Out. Have you guys heard of this one? Oh, heard of it. Oh, the prisony one. Yes. So this is um, from EA and it's by the people who did. Uh, brothers a tale of two sons and so it's got similar themes to that um and but but so you play as a a, a guy who goes to jail i think he's set in the 70s because just you, you tell by the looks of the the sort of hairstyles and the you know whatever um but anyway you pick one of two characters one's a bit more sort of laid back a bit more measured a bit more of a thinker the other one's a bit more impulsive I don't think it really matters who you pick, to be quite honest with you, because I'm playing this in co-op with um, with Wayne, and but it does a really interesting thing. So you start off in a prison, and you want to break out. That's kind of that's yeah, that's the name of the game, isn't it? Um, and so the way it does it though is you, you play in split screen. You guys used to watch Twenty Four, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, no. I didn't you with Keith Sutherland? Ah uh, no, I missed it at the beginning, so I never went back to it. If that makes sense. Okay, That's yeah. I mean, good TV sh- show for the time, you know. Still enjoyable, kind of compelling TV. Went a bit daft, but you know. Uh, but the the big thing about that was that they introduced this kind of like uh, split screen thing that went on in as much the screen, the main TV screen was split into say half or two or three, four sections of the the TV. So and it, and things. The, the, the big thing about that was that they say that this is plays out in real time uh which it didn't really but still so but you can see what the other players doing 
and it does that split screen thing so like wayne can see my character doing stuff on the left hand side of the screen and i can see his character doing stuff on the right hand side of the screen and you have to work together so like for example you're in your prison cell and you have to pass each other um something to unscrew the toilet to then sort of like you know help to break out it's a bit short shanky do you know what i mean but oh, then these are the guys who've done um brothers yes yeah uh, okay yeah i did i did say that but <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> but then the other one will have to watch out for the prison guards now i can see what he's doing on his side of the screen but he's saying to me they're coming they're coming so I have to like then press a button and then he kind of like my character then puts his, the toilet back and I kind of have to just stand there for a few seconds. And then there's little things like that. And then you have to do a lot of things in tandem. And the example example of this is when you're breaking out because you know, I'm not spoiling things by saying that because that's again the whole point of the game is that you have to work together to climb a wall. So you have to press button, you know, press the button at the same time as the other player to 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 achieve that. I can't see those button presses on his screen and he can't see them on my screen, but you just have to work by timing it within the timer that goes on the screen. So played about two to three hours of this now, and I think it's only like a five to six hour game. So, you know, that's kind of right up my alley. I don't want to play a massive long play, long game. Like I've just played 40 hours of Far Cry. So I'm really into it. I must admit it's really good. The story is okay. The characters are okay. Um, nothing spectacular, nothing amazing. The gameplay is nothing amazing. If you want to boil it down to, if you know, you want to be really critical of it, you could just argue that it is a series of quick time events in a lot of ways because you're pressing the the right button at the right time and you have kind of minimal control over your characters and you're doing stuff, um, you know, like I said, to sort of work in tandem with one another, which just involves a lot of button presses. But it does share similarities to Brothers uh, in as much as there's things that happen, like there's things that are in the environment that you can just fuck about with. For example, we got to uh, a place and there's lots of little things. You can just like, you can pick up a banjo and start strumming it and a, a, a little kind of uh, rhythm action game will come up and it will show up how how many strums I got right until I fucked up and then Wayne could have a go and how many strums he got right until he fucked up you know there's little incidental things there's lots of stuff within the main game that you can just dick about with um I'm really impressed you know and I think as well that only one of you needs to own a copy to be able to play it yeah, with that person. yeah that's definitely true which is awesome um can you play with a random person online I think you can, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. Um, but it's more enjoyable, obviously, playing it together because you can, you know, you're talking to each other and you're saying, right, you go off to this and I'll go off and do that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah but I've got no friends, have I? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never get to play it. I will say that, though. You could play it with your girlfriend, I think. No, well, oh, fucking hell. Harsh, Dabby. Not you. You could play it with your mom. She's not doing anything. <laughs> uh, she's a right old. <laughs> but, um, you can play it with your girlfriend, Adam. I'm sure. Nah. You can. In, in the moments where you have to shoot and react to stuff, mm. I tell you what, Ben. Yeah, you could play it with Adam's girlfriend. How's that? And then Adam can play it with your. What mom. am I doing? <laughs> You're doing my mum. Oh, I wouldn't go there, buddy. Cobwebs, my friend. Cobwebs. Oh my god. Um, but you know, <laughs> cobwebs, cob, cobwebs, and a skanky minge. 
You should know you crawled out of it. <laughs> oh. Talking about that. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, had, I had a phone call from somebody um, and they said, um, so-and-so's just said this to me. They said, you got a dirty fanny. <laughs> I'll tell you more about that later. But then I can't really say much more about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but um, a, a way out. It is, yeah, it's is it's good fun, you know. Um, but it's definitely one of those games that I think you do need to play it with somebody that you uh, you can, you know, is your mate basically. Or yeah. I think you can play it locally, or you can play it via online, which is why I'd say to you, Adam, uh, you know, if you, you play games with your missus, then then go ahead and and get on it. So, yeah, I don't think it is um, would be as stressful as playing something like Overcooked either, because I know you get quite wound up playing that, don't you? No, I don't get wound up. I just know what I'm doing. Oh, all right. All right. Someone's got to fucking take charge, is not they? Oh, Rebecca. Does Rebecca still listen, by the way? Hmm? Does Rebecca listen now? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not right this minute, but she, yeah, she, she probably will do. Hello, Rebecca. <laughs> Anyway, um, the uh, before we jumped on, I thought I'll have a quick look at it because um, I've got it, and I because I've bought Raging Justice. Oh, hello, so oh see, oh, oh really? Because yeah. I there's something about right. Okay, I'll let you guys talk about. There's something about the animation just looks off to me. Mm. See, I, I quite like it in as much as so I played this Eurogame. So oh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, That's I played. Cool. <laughs> I played this at Eurogame a couple of years ago, and I have to admire the people that have made. I mean, I think it's just one guy who's made it. Basically, uh, there's a, there's another person who's helped to do the music, but generally speaking, this guy has spent what three, four, five years of his life yeah. making this game. And I think fair play to you. You know, it's a husband and wife team. I think the wife does more of the marketing, and then the guy. You know, I, th- I think he's an ex rare employee. I'm sure he is. I'm sure. I'm sure I read that somewhere. Anyway. So it's a side-scrolling sort of beat-em-up, harkens back to the 8, 8-bit and 16-bit days, you know, which, we, again, we're going to talk about later on, a, a stone-cold classic. So, you know, and it doesn't hold any pretense of, you know, of, of its origins. You know, it, it it does what it's, you know, it's Final Fight, Streets of Rage, you know, it's those types of games. You don't get many of those types of games these days, do you, generally speaking. Um, so, you know, it's a fighting game. It, it, you can. It, I played three levels of it in fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? The levels are very short, which is what those games are. So I'm kind of comparing it to to those types of games. Um, it's a simple game. Yes, it will more than likely get old very quickly because that's what these games do. Uh, it's local player, multiplayer only as well, which I, I was a bit, not say a bit annoyed about. I was kind of hoping that it would be online multiplayer because I was going to play it with Wayne, but um, it's local multiplayer. I think they did say there was an option that we're going to perhaps stick a, an online multiplayer in at some point, um, but whatever. Um, yeah, you've got jump, punch, kick, you know, press the punch and the jump and the kick buttons together. You do a special. You've got an elbow like, like um, Double Dragon. Uh, you know, you've got, you can pick up, chicken you know you can pick up health you know burgers you can pick up weapons and you can hit people with them you can smash people with them it it, you know the graphics are are kind of a mixture of um mortal kombat and clay fighter do you remember that one um um, you know a little bit of that you know sort of digitized but then they they have that stop motion quality about them 
and the three levels are played for 15 minutes for 8.99 which i paid for it um, say, what did you get it on um the xbox although okay. if i'd have known that it was only local multiplayer i probably would have got it on the switch because i think yeah, it's I on the switch same price for that you know because at least then you'd be able to play with a mate you know with one of the joy cons uh each um yeah I mean, you know I, I can't based on what i've said one person make making it um it looks nice enough from my point of view it's the boss battles are shit i'll be honest with you i mean the general fighting's okay you know but the boss battles are almost ridiculously hard you know because you, you you can't really beat them up without taking loads of damage yourself so but for 8.99 for what it is i quite like it but but go on adam tell me why i'm wrong you said like graphics i'll I'll go for the graphics first right i think the graphics are pretty good i just don't like the style yeah they look yeah they look nice and solid but i just i don't like the design of anything um I find the fighting really sloppy and there's not enough, not enough moves. You know, I know not all sides, like Double Dragon was dead simple, but if you do, we're going to look at Streets of Rage 2, but that had a much more complex fighting system than this has. And it's just not satisfying. I don't find the fighting satisfying mm-hmm. at all because there's so few moves and there's no tactics to really dealing with with any of the different kind of characters because it has like your typical fat blokes and you get big blokes who throw dynamite. Everything you've seen before is is there. Yeah, but it's, just, it's no difference. It's, it literally is just like you have got a punch button, a kick button, like even stuff like there there is a grab button. And you know, in Streets of Rage, you could knee them in the face, you could flip over them, throw them, you could throw them behind you, all of that stuff. All you can do is either kick or knee him in the head or punch him in the head when you're holding him. You, you can sort of do one other thing, but that differs on the depends on the character. You can arrest them as well. I mean, well, the, yeah, that's that's the one thing that, it has got is you know it, it, almost like a mobile game, as it is loads of challenges per level. Yeah, and if you replay it, so like you'll get people who come on who've got a little red outline around them, and you're supposed to arrest them rather than kill them. But like Narc, um, remember that arcade game? Narc. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, I don't know. It's just whatever something like Street to Rage has, this hasn't got it. It hasn't got that. Char- the character for a start. Yeah. I mean, even the, I, even like the characters you play, there's, there's three selectable characters. There's a man, a woman, and I, I don't know. Well, He's a bit like Skate. I've not and played. Man, and, a, and a man woman. Yes. And a trans, <laughs> transgender. Transgender. Black Japanese person, yeah. <laughs> Disabled, what not one leg. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, I went straight for the bloke uh, because yep, I'm. Me too. This, you know. But he's rubbish. He, he's not a very good character, and he's—I I don't know—I found him too slow. Uh, just not very good to play with. I, I played it through with all three characters now. Um, well, a woman's the best it. character because yeah, wow, she's got a bit of speed and she. Yeah, which is what you need. The little kid person is like skating streets of rage. He's too weak, doesn't do anything useful. So you've got one really useful character out of all three. They're all forgettable. All of the enemies are sort of this game's take on traditional side squad and beat up enemies anyway. So there's nothing original there. But so, but they haven't got any of the character like a like an Axel or a Mike Hagger or anything like that. They're just it's just a bit bland. Mm. 
And the music's... I, I can't remember a single thing of the music either. No, the music's nothing special it, at all. It's though. a shame because I was really rooting for it because I love a side-scrolling beat-em-up and I wanted this to be just better. Mm. I don't, yeah. don't want to shit on it because at the end of the day, I've had my money's worth out of it, to be fair, but I just wanted I wanted more out of it. It makes you think that someone who's going to spend like five or six years making a game, you'd think they'd like maybe riff on other games more. Like, have, mm. like we said earlier, that fan service and that. I know you can't... Yeah actually take that and use it because it's for all the licensing but you yeah. can kind of parody it you know a bit like did you ever play um what was it uh that neon uh, double dragon, dragon yeah neon. i was just gonna say yeah double, double dragon, dragon neon but they that, that was quite a cool game because it sort of hmm. riffed on using the uh, stuff from older games do you know what i mean yeah this seems to be like a almost like a straight laced fighter whereas it seems an awful long time to spend on it to have a game that has not very much character and not great yeah, music. It, it just riff, it riffs on everything, but it miss it, yeah, it's missing it's missing the character, it's missing the stuff that you know, because side scrolling beat ups used to be you know ten a penny, but yeah. we all remember the same ones pretty yeah, much. Pretty much three of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this just this isn't one of the ones you'd remember. It's mm. it, it's a shame. It's a shame because I don't know, just a bit deeper fighting and just that spark. Do you know what? Game. It makes me makes me wonder if you've got, say, a ten year old who's playing this. He might think it's the first ever side scrolling beat 'em up ever to come out. I wonder if they think any differently because we grew up with them. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. I wonder what it'd be like for someone who's playing it for the first time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was. I, I mean, I played it through with all three characters, so it's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, it, it, yeah, it just left me a bit cold. Mm. I know what you mean. I, know, I do know what you mean. I mean, um, again, maybe playing it with a, a mate could improve it. Well, you know, it generally does, doesn't it? But um, I know what you mean. I mean, the combat is nothing special at all. I mean, like, you know, the, I played as the, the main guy because he kind of reminded me a bit of Mac, Mike Hagar. You know, he's a, a burly bloke with a moustache. Um, and then, you know, so, but yeah, I mean... <sighs> You know, I think it, maybe the, the action's a little bit too close up as well. It's all a bit claustrophobic because there's there's parts of that game where there's a lot of enemies on the screen. You know, like if you play the arcade version of Final Fight, there's so many characters on the screen, but they're all well proportioned, whereas this can get a bit busy and it does that thing where you can just get stuck in attack loops and there's almost nothing you can do about it, really. Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, it's a bit cheap sometimes. The uh, Yeah, and the arresting folk as well, I think he's isn't great. Because uh, you know it's it's hit and miss for me who whether you kill them or whether you arrest them. Because yeah, of, I couldn't figure know. out a, a way of getting people to go all uh, whappy or whatever you want to call it. To yeah, arrest them. It's like sometimes I'd punch them a few times and they'd start shaking, and you can arrest them. Other times, yeah, they just die. I, was like, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. It would have been better if you could arrest them once you've knocked them on the ground rather than relying on them to be staggered. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, how long did it take you to complete then? Oh, God, it's 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 literally about an hour. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's a similar which length. Is fine, which yeah. is fine. It's You know, I'm not going to criticise a game like that for being too short because that's the length of those games. That's fair enough. You know, eight. I think it's eight or nine stages, and that's that's you know pretty pretty standard. And I've got no problem with that. I've got no problem with the length of it at all. It was just I found the content a little bit, mm, just lacking a little bit. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, that's it for me. So, Adam, uh, what else have you been up to? Um, 
Me and Rebecca, we've started playing Dagon Romper 3. Fucking hell, these two making it these fucking games. <laughs> Third one. <laughs> Hello, but come on. I mean, what? There's yeah, only you yeah, that plays these fuckers, aren't there? Are they still Wrong. making Mario games? They are, yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is these know, the, are, they, are these like Monster Hunter type games? No, this... Christ, jeez, oh, I was really hoping I wouldn't have to explain it. I'd hope you'd both say, we don't care, and I could just move on. Um, <laughs> okay, so the basic premise of all three games is pretty similar. Uh, you play a student who wakes up in a mysterious school, um, and you've lost a load of memories, and there's a load of other people with you, and you're all ultimates at something. Oh, so yeah. you might be the best violinist, someone else might be the best... Uh, tennis pro or anthropologist or fucking ran weird fucking trait some of them have got and uh, there is a sentient robot teddy bear called Monokuma who sets up a killing game a bit like like uh, the film Battle Royale um, and the idea is that uh, every, you know he is trying to make it so a murder is committed amongst the students every few days. And then you go to a class trial. And if the murderer gets away at the trial, then everyone else is killed and they get to walk away. But if you choose the right person who's the murderer, uh, they get killed. And then you carry on until he does something else to, to make someone murder someone else. So the, the gameplay is split between almost like a persona or persona <laughs> section where you walk around the school, you talk to people, you can, um, you get free time where you can build up your bonds with certain characters by spending time with them and doing bits and bobs. And after a couple of days, someone will get murdered. And then you go to a class trial, which is a bit like, oh, well, I've never played it, but it's, it's said to be like um, Phoenix Wright type thing. So you've got all of your all of your students, and obviously one person there's a murderer. And <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> what was that? I thought it was somebody doing a cheeky fart. <laughs> no, I promise it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking dog outside again. <laughs> Basically, you have to go through a massive a massive trial scene to try and find the right person who actually committed the murder and piece it together. And the thing about the game is the murder's are always in I'm going to fucking kill it. Hold on. <laughs> oh, quality. Oh, dinner sorted out. Um, yeah, so it, it gets by as a game because the murders in the game are always really interesting. Um, I've, I've, I've kind of glazed over. What's this game about? Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. About... I'm joking. Uh, nah. it, it, to be honest, it's a tough game. It's a tough game to um, describe. Oh, uh, the, the only reason I jokingly kind of said, are you still playing these games, is yeah. I never hear anybody talk about them. Uh, you know, it's just... They've got to be popular. I mean, I'm just looking here. That I mean, there's fucking mangas and all sorts. Oh fuck no! I don't, I don't know about that. Jesus. There's novels, anime, music. There's, there's, you know, it's a big thing in Japan. Well, I think it's more. Yeah, it's more popular in the land of the rising sun and the slanty eyes. But over here, <laughs> <laughs> Ditch used to play this quite a bit, didn't he? As well, I think. 
if I remember rightly. I think he played a bit of one, yeah, or maybe two. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah I, they're good because the, the plots are once they get going, pretty interesting. The puzzles and figuring out at the trials is interesting. There's a lot of really odd gameplay mechanics during the trials as well. Loads of weird mini games to find clues and all sorts of stuff. It, it it's a very yeah. I think it's a certain taste. And to be honest, it's not really my my sort of taste, but I seem to like this one for some reason. I think it's just because it, it's just out there enough. Also, you know, it's not often you get to, you know, don't hear the word cunt in a video game very often. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. You know, some large boobed manga girl, you know, says the word cunt. Like, shut up, you fucking cunt. And it's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah, there's always a lot of, there's a lot of potty mouth in there and a lot of uh, dirty shit. Actually, we, how many games have you ever heard the word? Because who the fuck's that talking in the background? <laughs> Echoing. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I think the only game I ever heard the, the, the cunt word was um, Witcher. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Any other games? The G- GTA must have used it at some point. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that in GTA. Uh, uh, just having a look here. Poll, the C word in video games. <laughs> <laughs> we actually searched the C word. Well, no, I typed in coins, but it says oh, yeah. the C word in, in video games. Oh, it's just taken me to a bloody thread. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't. No, I, I can't uh, recommend it. to. If you're either, you're either going to like it or you're not. I mean, I don't think there's any demos available or anything. So I think it's completely random whether anyone will ever, ever play any of them. Because they did a VR sort of weird thing as well, didn't they? That you talk. Yeah, about. that was like a little ten-minute segment of a of what a trials a, a well, a bit like one of the trials is like um, when you're firing truth bullets at statements and lying and yeah, trying to uncover fibs and whatnot. Yeah, it, it yeah, it was something and nothing really. To be honest, nice idea. But are you enjoying it with yeah. uh, your girlfriend though? Yeah, the the plot. I said the plot goes completely fucking mental. I've got a clue where it's going. So if it's going to surprise me, I'm happy. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. How much are these games? Expensive or? Um, no, I picked up. Well, if you want it on disc, it's like 55 quid because I don't think there's that many brought over to to England from wherever. Uh, but it was in the, I think it was in the sale for like 11 quid. So I knew we'd play it and it, it's going to last about probably 35 hours or so. Ah, yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. What else you got then? Uh, have, last you, have, you, have you finished Persona by any chance? Persona? No, I haven't. I haven't, which is frustrating because I loved four and I did like five, but I think I'd rather play five on a handheld than on, on the TV. Because Persona, Persona <laughs> was, my, uh, was my have a shit game, to be honest. Yeah. You know, me, you know, having a wank, having a shit, having a piss, whatever. That was my toilet game. <laughs> and you know, I'm not going to shit in, in the living room in front of the big television just so I enjoy it more. Mm. Mm. Very good. What else you got then? Uh, last one. Hello, um, Hello to my in... friends in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> repeating, repeating what I'm saying. You fucking echo. <laughs> it makes no sense though, does it? Why all of a sudden does it start coming in again? Fuck off, come! Fuck! So, last one is God of War. Um, Oh, tell us, tell me, tell me. Right, I'm needing to ask. Dave has been driving me insane with this game. He's been saying how good it is, and 
I've been tempted to just pick up PlayStation 4 Pro just to play this game. It's that I, I've seriously thought about it, but it's crazy. Just my point of view is I've always loved the God of War games, right? Mm. And they've always been to me like pretty much like really good to look at. How come this one is that everyone is going mental over it? Like, is it story or is it the set pieces or what? What the fuck is it? Well, um, right. Weird one at the start. This 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 game. It took me probably four or five hours to really start enjoying it. Oh, fuck. So the first couple of hours, like no, it's never bad in any way, shape, or form. It just like I was thinking because you know we've all played God of War, so yeah. even though we've been told this one's slightly different, it's really hard to be playing Kratos in a game where it's a little different at the start, and it's still different where I am now, to be honest. And it takes a it takes its time to build up the characters and the story, all of the new gameplay uh, bits that are in it. Uh, for those who don't know, God of War Three was always been a third person slashed them up for want of a better word um always been about spectacle cameras always been zoomed far no quite far out always about seeing as much as you can you know big fucking monsters all that this one camera zooms in so almost like a resident evil 4 kind of camera so it's right up close to to kratos's back and it's it's quite introspective at the start because it's all about the relationship between kratos and his son atreus and I'll spoil the first two minutes of the first five minutes of the game. Game starts and Kratos's new wife has died. And the whole story is about, or the whole story is apparently about taking her ashes to the highest peak in uh, this Norwegian mythology land. Because we're no longer in Greek mythology, we're in Norwegian mythology. So you've got your, like your nine realms, like Midgard, Asgard, etc., so, yeah, even though he's a Greek god, he's sort of moved to Norway god territory and raised a family. And you've got to take her ashes to the highest peak because that's where the kid wants to scatter them. Um, and, yeah, it, took, it takes a few hours to get going. And now I was thinking, like, it's it's good, but I'm not sure, not sure what the fuss is about. And where I am now, I'm thinking, no, this is absolutely immense it's getting so so good well just now. as in what the visuals or just the game the, vi- the visuals are stunning they're ridiculous i don't get it's what it's one of them like an uncharted 4 where i'm looking yeah. at the bog standard ps4 and I'm, I'm thinking how i'm not entirely sure how they're getting that little box to do some of this yeah. because and it's getting better as the game goes on as well the, the level of detail is ridiculous the animation is tremendous and then you start getting in like more imaginative locations and stuff and it's just like i don't understand how this is working and on a, on a technical level there is it from the from the moment you hit the title screen there's no loading screens in the game at all and the weirdest thing is there's not a single camera uh change either the whole game is one continuous shot which mm, is a amazing. weird it's a weird thing to think of, but you, you have a, an encounter fairly early on with with like a boss, and it's it's quite simple. It's a one on one fight basically, but the camera never changes. So at one point, you're on the upper hand and you're fighting him, and he fights back, and he smashes Kratos, and he goes flying over a house, lands on the floor, 
That camera follows him all the way through the air, slaps onto the ground right up to his face. He opens his eyes, gets back up, and then you straight back into the fight again. And the whole game is just one continuous camera shot. And it's it's so effective at, at, at bringing atmosphere and that at a this weird sense of just like a non-breaking story. It, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's really really good. And then gameplay wise, the addition of of all the upgrades you can do now to your armor and your weapons and stats, like a role playing game, almost like a Witcher type thing. You bring that into the world as well. Because at the start, I was worried that the combat was quite simple because you start off with a fair amount of moves, but not not that many. I was worried that the combat would become shallow. But it's judging of of how you earn enough xp and points and that to spend on your moves and your son's moves as well because your son's got a bow and arrow you've got your axe um and upgrading both characters and their armor sets and everything the judgment of that to ramp that up and ramp the moves you've got available to you compared to the action as that ramps up through the game is, is judged really really well and they've managed to make an AI character who helps you, your son, who's actually fucking useful. Really, really, really useful. Because all his actions are mapped to the triangle, uh, like the face buttons, and all your combat moves are uh, on the shoulder buttons, like a Dark Souls game. And using him when you're in the in, engaged in fighting is, is a necessity. And getting the right tactics for him is a necessity. And yeah, where I'm at now, is is getting ridiculous and the spectacle has started to come as well some of the locations are ridiculous some of the couple of the boss battles i've had were like okay yeah they haven't forgotten that end of the day is a god of war game and it needs a bit of spectacle and fuck me there's some spectacle later on. well i say later on i don't know how far i am through the game i'm about at a guess probably 13 14 hours in maybe i judge by the skill trees i've got uh i've got a long way to go and that's not including all the side missions. There's now side missions in God of War game as well because it's yeah. not quite. Awesome. Yeah, it's not just a straightforward line. You've got an overworld map and you could travel backwards and forwards um, when you uncover new skills and go back and find new bits and bobs and find side missions and do all that. It's 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 a completely different game in 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 tone. Uh, like Kratos moves through the world now. At the start of the game, he's. He's carrying so much weight on his shoulders. You can just feel it in his character um, about this new family and still, you know, his past. And just the the growing relationship between him and his son, who for the first nine hours of the game just goes, boy, just calls him boy all the time. And eventually starts to call him by his name. And it's their, their relationship, which people compare to The Last of Us. Yeah. There's sort of comparisons, but uh, no, it's... It's gone from being a good game that I was enjoying and it, it's becoming a phenomenal game that I think is pretty much essential. I was talking to uh, Dave earlier on and he said that it is probably now one of his, if not the, one of his favourite games of all time. Just mm. in terms of, uh, he says you cannot believe a lot of the things that are happening. You know, the set pieces are just mm. off the chain, you know, and it's just... It's incredible, and uh, it's, I mean, it's sold, I think, five million in a month, yeah. which is just amazing, really. And I think that's the thing, isn't it, that, you know, I don't, I haven't kind of gone, thought, oh, I really want a PlayStation until this game's come along, and I just thought, oh, 
you know, the Xbox is great and everything else, you know, but Sony have just got got it nailed down with exclusives. You know, they really have, you know, and, and that State of Decay 2 has just come out. This, I've got no interest in whatsoever. You know, there's the leaks that Gears of War 5 is going to be coming, Halo 6. And and even just saying that, you, you sort of say, <laughs> it you're thinking, oh, fuck me, you know, we're up to... But they've reinvented God of War. I mean, God of War had three games, two PSP games, and then Ascension. So, you know... And they're all fun games, but you're all, you know, you're always building up to the shagging simulator. But this just, <laughs> this just seems to have really just reinvented it. Completely. It's got a different feeling about it. I mean, he was just a, I'm going to sound really wanky now, but in the, in the first you know, three or four games, he was just like fury personified. Whereas now there's, a, there's more of a character behind it and he's still just as angry. He's still just as violent, but he's, he's got more of a reason to exist, but he just doesn't understand it. I've, I've got to say that the combat in this game is really good. It's got so much weight behind it, and it's also pretty fucking hard as well. I mean, you will... I mean, I'm playing on normal difficulty, but if you get hit by the wrong enemy two or three times, you, you're dead. So there's a fair bit of tactics to the gameplay as well. It's like a like a diet Dark Souls almost in places. You've really got to be on the ball when you're when you're fighting as well because you you can be winning a you can be winning quite easily and you make one fuck up and you, you'll you'll get a new arsehole's head. It's it's really really rewarding. I think. Yeah, it's one of those that I'm tempted to get a PlayStation, but then think this room is about the PlayStation Five. And um, do I wait for that? But then oh, I don't think that's coming until was it 2020. Is that going to be backwards compatible? Because yeah. Uh, yeah, it will be. It's got to be. be. It's got to be. They can't abandon the 80, 70, 80 million people who've got no. PlayStation 4s, can they? So it may be Christmas time. I might see if I can, you know, kind of, kind of get a few Christmas deals. Someone else's presents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you know, black. No, was it black? No, black November, not black November. Black Black Friday. That's it. <laughs> black November. <laughs> you know and, and maybe get some deals that could pop around then but uh yeah definitely this is the one game the, the you know horizon zero door look look great that's but, also an awesome game but then at the same time i think i've still got to play the witcher 3 so mm. you know that but this just seems like a different type of game to to that so you're all about red dead redemption by then as well that as well rumpet yeah. awesome no, no, fantastic. Another sort of, um, what's, it, what's the word I'm looking for? can't think. I've had a bottle of wine now. Uh, Humdinger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Echo. You fucking... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Have you got any other games that you want to talk about? No, that's, that's it. That's it. That's cool. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Right. Well, we shall move on to our um, our games from our childhood then. And it's Ben's turn to pick a few couple of games for us to, to talk about. Oh, yeah. So we'll be back in a sec.
Right, so we're back. And Ben, you picked the two games that we're going to be talking about this time. Two games from your childhood. So uh, do you want to kick it off? What's the first yeah. game? Which one should we do talk about first? Should we talk about the uh, the boxing game first? Get that one out of the way. Go on then. I'd never yeah. heard of this game before. Okay, you've never heard of Ring King? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay, this is um with with me um, being brought up um, on the south coast. We had lots of arcades back in the day, so this is an arcade game that I've picked, and it's called Ring King. But funny enough, what was funny about it is actually called King of Boxer in power regions okay but i distinctly remember rinking being on the actual artwork and our on our um cabinet in the in the arcade so i don't know what that's all about um apparently in japan it's called family boxing (laughs) (laughs) but this is from uh 1985 um yeah and it's it's like a a cutesy boxing game i want to sort of kind of say um it's quite fast paced it's got um i didn't realize it came out on mobile phone i'd be interested to find out what that's all about because uh and it came out on the nes as well which i didn't know i don't know if you guys tried out the nes version i just i, I literally just know the arcade version personally that's the um, only version i tried because i yeah. didn't know it had a different name as well yeah well i've only ever known it as ring king so um ring sting that's <laughs> 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 why so i had this week for the doctors um, but no it's just um, yeah so uh, yeah i think um so you both had never played this game before no 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 i don't okay. think so i don't think so this is one of those ones that just when you walked in the arcade it was just one of the ones that was there it's from 1985 um around the similar time that i was playing kung fu master in the arcade as well and that sort of thing and that's the thing i noticed with this game it's got those meaty like punch sound effects which i just don't think we get any more in games it's just got that, that typical um 80s sound effect um but also i think that it has got sort of um connotations of um <laughs> <laughs> do you not think like a bit of a like uh, between rounds have you seen the actual the um what they called the fucking dude dudes uh the um what are they fucking called the boxes fucking things they look after you that do your cuts cool, and Cornerman, yeah. Have you seen that animation? No, I didn't get past though. Hey, did you did you get past the first round? I only played the Nest one, and it was awful, so I turned it off. You are joking. You didn't actually play. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I've never even played the Nest version. Didn't even know there was one. So this arcade game, right? <laughs> um, you basically have two buttons. You walk around the thing. You walk up and down, left to right, and it sort of you can only fight if you're walking into the screen or out the screen or from left or right. Did you notice that? If you actually try and move, he actually, the, 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 your character sort of just moves around quarter turns. Um, yeah, the, the controls yeah. are a bit weird, sort of how he, you don't feel like, okay, you can maybe move him up and down and left and yeah. right, but it, it never felt like I was in control of really what he was doing other than the punching. Um, you know, yeah. he just seemed to walk into, like, say, for example, that, that you know, it was just set into quarters. So he, he would either move to the the, the left, the, the, the top, the right, yeah. or and you'd fight diagonally, you know, as well, yeah. which, because I played yeah. the arcade version, I downloaded the ROM, and yeah. um, so I've never played it before. Um, and so the movement took a bit of a while to get used to. I didn't realize that there were three buttons as well. So you've got like a punch, like a straight punch or a jab uh, or a, a reverse. And then you've got like hooks. Uh, but then you've got like a duck as well. I never used duck ever, even back in the day in the arcade. Ever. Yeah. 
So you can do apparently special moves. I don't think I ever pulled off a special move, if I'm being honest with you. I was just lamping the shit out of the likes of Violence Joe yeah. or um, Brown Pants, as he was called. Um, I got as far as White Wolf or, or yeah. Geralt of Rivia. Um, I didn't get as far as Blue Walker, which I would have liked to have fought him. Cause there's, and there's Aneta Yank. Uh, um, <laughs> beat... beat uh, Beat Brown, I think his name is, which is yeah. But there's different anyway. There's different yeah. fighters. I think Adam, you'd have to just le- le- at least check out a YouTube video of the arcade version because it's totally different to the NES version. I think I. Do you know what? I think I might have played it because I was I, I was playing the NES thing and I was like, I don't remember many boxing games where you could move around the ring like that. But I know I've played one that looked better and sounded better than yeah. that. I wonder if that was it. But I actually like, because the way of playing this is sort of moving in and out, right? I mean, I never use the duck button. So if you sort of actually come down to the bottom of the screen, you start going forwards and, say, jabbing, a lot of the punches will connect, but then all of a sudden it won't. So all you tend to do there is move away from the character and then yeah. come back in with the hooks and that. But I think it's just fucking fantastic. It's one of those things when you're playing it, it sort of it feels like the punches are really connecting. You know what I mean? It's such a simple arcade game, but, um, yeah, I just love it. Actually, this is this one of my games I'll always boot up on MAME. As soon as I get a MAME on any system I'm using, this is one of the first games I'll play, along with Kung Fu Master and Double Dragon. Hello? Hello? Hello. So what was, it, what, was it, what was the verb? What was it called in, in PAL territories? Uh, King of Boxer. King of, I'm going to try it because I'm sure... Yeah. I went through the, the modded Xbox. I'm sure I played a load of boxing games. I'm positive the, the... I played it. These characters are quite reminiscent, I think, of like the track and field characters in their look. Yeah. Mm. They, they did all kind of look similar. I mean, like yeah. other than different shades of skin color, they kind of had moustaches and big hair. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I'm not being racist. But, <laughs> 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 but, um, but no, I mean... I'm going to do a video on it. I'll, you know, and I'll do a little commentary, and so you can watch that, Adam. But it, it's, yeah, it's. I never, I've never played it before. I mean, it's, it is quite, quite fun. You know, it's a bit different. You know, like I said, the movement's a bit weird. Getting yeah. used to it, but it's kind of, it does remind you like Data East and those type of, um, you know, developers and publishers yeah. from that day. Uh, it does kind of feel a bit like it has that feel about it? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, but um, it's. Yeah, I was just, I can't say that there's any strategy to it. I was just lamping the shit out of, you know, pressing the buttons. Like. Yeah, I must admit, it is. It's just, it's quite satisfying, though, when you do knock them out, you know. Um, and in fact, some of the matches could be over in literally like 10 seconds. It's like really quick. A bit like punch out games as well. But there seems to be more involvement in the punch out games, isn't there? Like more strategy. Yeah. It, it's, um, yeah, definitely. It, I can't, having never played it before, like I said, I did quite enjoy it. You know, it's a bit quirky, a bit different. Yeah. Um, and I like the names of the boxes. Like I said, Violence Joe um, yeah. and Brown Pants. I mean, I've obviously got the nostalgia factor on it as well for me because playing it as a kid in the arcade. So that probably gives it extra points for me. Yeah. yeah. And it got some speech as well. You know, the ref counted yeah. you out when you, you, yeah. know, you got knocked down. Um, that's the one thing I did notice is that it doesn't matter how fast you mash your buttons, you could rarely get back up after you've been knocked down. That's what I found anyway. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's not right. Normally you can get up probably two or three times. Once yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. it's just me. It's just me. Okay. Yeah. 
So the less version's a bit shit then, is it, Adam? It's not great, no. I mean, I, I, when, when you said about the good punch sounds, I knew exactly what sort of sound you meant because there yeah, wasn't. there's a thing about 80s punch sounds in arcades that is just... Exactly. Like, Double Dragon's yeah, got it as well, haven't yeah. they? You know, Proper yeah. meaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the Ness was like... Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, the um, other game that I picked... Yes, go on. Um, it's a classic which I never had back in the day because I didn't have a Mega Drive back in the day. I had I got one a little bit later on, but I'd play this from my friends, um, and it's from a trilogy of games called um, Streets of Rage over here, um, but Bare Knuckle in um, Japan. Um, yeah, Streets of Rage Two. Fuck me, what a game! Stone um, Cold Classic. It literally is, and it doesn't matter how many times I play this. I think the music is amazing. Um, uh just everything i think you were talking earlier on about that game that you've just picked up you know when you compare it to this game that's what how old is this 25 years old yeah. uh, this yeah. is probably this is probably <laughs> this is probably heads and shoulders above that game still mm, even now yeah. you know and um yeah it's just a left and right brawler again and um i, I played it obviously i i played it on my jeep i played it on the handheld thing uh, the best version actually i think you can play is probably the 3ds version because that that those graphics really pop out in 3d um, it looks fantastic on that system, but it doesn't matter what you play it on. Um, on you know, it's just it, it's got like quite a lot of. Considering you've only got three buttons, it's got quite a big move set. Yeah, because you can pull different directions on the controllers and that to like doing. I mean, I tend to pick who's the main character, Axel, isn't it? And I tend to pick pick him and his move set. Is if you if you do a flying kick, you can do um like a back back jab, back stab, yeah. whatever you call it. Um, you can then do this little, do this little flip over these the guys' heads, and then press the punch button to pull them over and stuff. And yeah, yeah I just think it's amazing. And it's visuals. If you grab them in front or if you grab them from behind, because yeah. I usually play as the human twatting machine, Max. Because yeah, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, you just fuck. It. You can just maraud your way through the first few levels until you get to some of the quicker, quicker enemies. It's just a yeah, it's a great twatting people simulator for a few levels it's marvelous it's amazing when you see the leap from this to the original streets of rage oh, yeah, huge, huge but it, improvement and it just i mean my favorite um brawlers are literally double dragon father fight and this game i think they are literally the best i mean this yeah. probably a push is probably the best of the bunch but i've got the nostalgic thing for uh, double dragon in the arcades but this was i remember back in the day seeing it for the first time thinking wow how they've got that out of the mega drive it was crazy like massive sprites and really colorful and like the rain effect and that looked really cool you yeah. know um, and the mute again the music is just simply stunning i mean probably, yeah i think the best soundtrack of any of any big yeah. by by margin yeah it's one of those that the super nintendo i think i had a super nintendo before i had a mega drive i'm pretty sure that's the case but so you know you're happy with the nintendo because it got some amazing games and it got street fighter 2 yeah. you know which i know isn't the side scrolling brawler will beat them up but at the same time it's a fighting game but then when I mean there were there were side scrolling beat 'em ups on the SNES such as um, Batman Returns, which I always talk about, you know. But then when this came out on the Mega Drive, you felt that this was the game that you had to own a Mega Drive for, you know. And it was it was one of those games that just the music, the graphics, yeah. the gameplay, it's 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 almost perfect, you know. I think if not, it is perfect. It's yeah. even now still such an amazing game to play. You know, it really is. The Mega Drive helped, like the Mega Drive sound chip, because you know the SNES had quite a smooth sound chip. It was the Mega Drives was 
crunchy and yeah you know, the digitized speech and everything was never that great but because it was like crunchy and raw it meant all the punching and kicking sounds just had that arcade feel from like the mid 80s yeah whereas the super NES sort of struggled with the, that kind of <laughs> sounds it was more yeah. like I think what's really good about it as well is the sheer fact that it's got that, um, like the, the the characters themselves, the AI. I mean, in most fighting games, they just sort of make a beeline for you wherever you're standing. So if you're at the top of the screen, they sort of come in diagonally. With this, you'll find they don't do that every time. It's really quite clever. Like you, you think you might be able to do, you know, the trick on a lot of these games is just to walk diagonally towards an AI character and then beat the shit out of them. But sometimes they actually outwit you and change direction and stuff. I think it's absolutely amazing. It's just. Mm. Honestly, it hasn't been beaten, I don't think. No, I don't. Especially not by its sequel. Fuck me. Jeez. Oh, God. Seriously. Oh, God. That's the thing. I mean, Streets of Rage 1 was a good game, but then Streets of Rage 2 came along and just kind of blew that out of the water. Yeah. The only thing that could have, you may miss, or I missed a little bit from Streets of Rage 1 was, because with this one, you have special moves that yeah. are typical mm. of of those types of games which takes away a tiny bit of your energy uh but there were two sets of special moves weren't there like um i think axel had got like if you pressed forward and press the special move he'll do like a flurry of punches but yeah. if then you just pressed it on its own he'll do like a dragon punch kind of yeah. which again was cool and you know got loads of different moves but the, there's the bit from the first game where you press the special button and a police car comes along and fires loads of rockets and takes out everybody <laughs> Interesting. you know that <laughs> yeah, that's even doing it at, like at the top of a fucking set of a skyscraper. It still works, you know. Yeah. But you know that's kind of cool, and I, I suppose that's a quirky little thing. And I'm... the soundtrack for the first game is still really good as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind of I get a little bit mixed up sometimes with the first and the second yeah. game. I mean, the second game where well, you can't, you know, it it is just one of those still so listenable you know such a, yeah. an amazing game i mean i was listening to it on youtube i must admit i didn't get a chance to play it, but i've played streets of rage too yeah, yeah. times yeah. you know what i mean but um and i played it last year um and i played it with lucy from brightly you know because it's yeah. still a, a cracking game but the soundtrack i mean there's four songs or tr- tunes if you want to call it there's one called go straight which i think is the, the one that people you know your first the first tune that you listen to mm-hmm. and then there's uh never return alive yeah. and then there's dreamer and under logic i mean those four in itself if you had just one in a game you'd think that's amazing but to have yeah. those tunes as well as the others but it does get a bit trippy i mean there's a bit where you're fighting like aliens and stuff like which is kind of a bit weird and then a blank type character um yeah claws and shit like that but just as a side scrolling beat em up i mean it is it's I think unsurpassed. I mean, it's just such a fantastic game. Max was my go-to character. I always say, like, I always go for these burly blokes, like you yeah. know, um, oiled uh, up, big oh, muscle yeah. fellas. Um, Hagar, Mike Hagar. I always yeah. love him. Or uh, which is why, like you said, I go. I, I do agree with you. You know, the sort of the lead character in Rage and Justice um, isn't a patch on any of these characters. Never played a skate, or very rarely because he was always weak and shit. Yeah, um, yeah, and then um, although like, he had a wicked move where you could jump on people's around their necks, can he and punch him in the face? Punch him in the head. Yeah, yeah. But could you play as um, could you do a co-op move or was that in the first game? I can't remember where one of you could like oh, throw you could him flip on their shoulders, couldn't you? And sort of you could jump on their shoulders, flip around, and throw right. at them, sort of thing, couldn't you? But there was always that there's that Streets of Rage game which mixes the three together, and I think you yeah. can get it online. I've never played it before. It's on your modded like Xbox. Yeah, 
Yeah, I tried. I remember I tried it years ago when I had a PC when they first when they first sort of released it, and then it disappeared. I downloaded it, and it's really you know it's better than Street. It's really good in some respects and a bit dodgy in others. There's a few bits where you have to jump from like a train car to a train car, and just because of the perspective, the jumping is really hard. But it's really interesting. So you know, Street's Rage with branching paths through the levels, and it's got all the levels from all three games, and then levels that were made based on designs that never got put into the game to give the, you know, this whole massive weird branching structure through an entire game. It, it's an interesting thing, mm. but you know, two's the purest. Yeah. Although it's not perfect. Cause did you play the other versions? Cause I played two other versions, which weren't as good. Just for shits and giggles. I played the, the Sega master system yeah. version. I did the, the game, game gear one as well. Ouch. But, the, but the master system version looks kind of like the original streets of rage on mega drive. Yeah it's not great i mean it's it, it it the the controls are a bit shit the graphics obviously are a bit shitter the, the music it just tried to do the master the sorry the mega drive version but it's just not the same but um, was it was it done by the same people same team or was it ported by someone else i'm not sure i'm not sure but you know the little punky fellas who slide across the floor at you yes there's a few times in both the master system and the game gear version where one of them caught me with a slide but there, there might be two of them and it's, you know, they basically just slid one after the other. And as soon as my sprite got up, he got hit again. And I just got hit all the way across the screen and lost a life and literally could not do a single thing because it didn't give you even you know, time to jump, move or do anything. It just sort of yeah, just killed you across the screen. And I thought, that's cheap. And that wasn't in the Mega Drive version. So I wondered if, yeah. it, was, if it was ported by someone else. Um, and its biggest sin is it misses out Max? Yeah, I mean, it does. That's not great. No. But um, yeah, it is. It's a Stone Cold classic. I mean, it's just mm. you know, because it's still playable today. Music's amazing. Plays fantastic. So yeah, yeah. great choice. I, w- I wasn't planning on playing it, but I, I tried the I tried the Game Gear and the Master System versions, and then I thought, Ugh, I need to wash that off and play the Mega Drive version. I just played through the entire game again because it's just amazing. Have you guys got it on the 3DS? No, I've got it on the um, Xbox One, because they did that Streets of Rage pack, didn't they, with yeah, one, two, and three. Packs. Um, and you can still play that online because I played it with Wayne last year. Yeah, uh, uh, but if you ever get a chance, you probably won't. But I mean, the three those visuals really pop out nicely on that 3D display. It's crazy. Yeah. Bit like awesome. the uh, out, bit like the Outrun game as well. Yeah, I mean, they did some fantastic ports of those Sega games, didn't yeah. they? So, totally. but didn't that all went quiet? Because didn't they release a load of free Sega games? Uh, uh, that you didn't they do that Sega? Am I making this up? I'm sure I'm not. Last year they kind on of Android. Did, did this service where you could download them for free or something. Just full of adverts, weren't they? I can't remember. But yeah. anyway, but um, yeah, playing it on a phone wouldn't be great with uh, touch controls. But yeah, brilliant. All well, two good games. Yeah, one I've never played yeah. and Streets of Rage two. Well, yeah, amazing. So yeah, there you go. Can I just have a little mention as well? Because I mean, go back to the eight bit. I, I love Target Renegade. Did you play that? Oh, that was fucking great. Yeah, that's, that's up yeah. there as well. The Specky, yeah, and the that's um, another series where the third one just went. Diamond. Oh, yeah, that was it, like in Dinosaur Land or something. Yeah, it's like Renegade through time. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that one where you're fighting yeah. mummies and shit like that. Yeah. There's a dinosaur level dinosaur. and mummy level. Awful game. Yeah, terrible. 
but Target Renegade, I mean, never really played much of the first one, but the second one just seemed to improve on the first one. Just get actually kneeing people in the groin and then yeah, going yeah, down yeah. and doing that sort of ground pound, you know, punching in the face, you know, that was just brilliant, you know, and jump kicking oh, yeah. blokes on bikes, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. Brilliant. Belting game. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, it's my choice next time. So I'm going to pick a couple of games and I haven't decided yet. I don't know what I'm going to go with, with but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll play them next week. So yeah. next week, next week, <laughs> next month. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we'll be back with the closing after this. Right, we're back. Owen said it's quick, isn't it? <laughs> so we've got some shout-outs then, I guess. Um, so, um, Ben, what shout-outs have you got for Obviously us? Obviously you guys for doing this again. It's fantastic. I fucking love it. Uh, in fact, it really flew as well that month, if I'm honest. Uh, had to be, has to be said. Mm. Um, obviously to, I can't remember his bloody name. Who is it? Geralt, whatever his name is. Doug is Cockle. It? Doug Cockle, what a name. Um, yeah, fantastic. I think having that shout out and for Dave for obviously putting that forward for us as well. It's superb. Um, I can't think of anyone in particular um, other than um, I think Courtney just be for being amazing. Um, and if she gets to listen to this, hopefully. So uh, we're going. She's coming to work with me tomorrow. We're going to have some lunch together. So all good. All, all good. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Adam? Yeah, obviously you two slippery fine young gentlemen. Um yeah, uh, to old Douglas Winkle for his intro last last <laughs> month. I can't wait to see who Dave's got this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure, Mister Dave. So yeah, um, that's about it, really. Like I said I, I don't do Twitter or anything anymore. So really, um, I don't know if we shout out other podcasts on here. So can do if you want. Well, the only one I really the, the only one. Probably worth listening that I'm listening to really at the moment is uh, still Secret History of Hollywood, Mister Mister Adam. Because there's quite a big gap in between that last Val yeah. Luton one, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. fantastic. But, uh, they're they're always mm. fantastic. So yeah, go listen. But everyone already does. So that's me. Awesome. Um, I uh, so in terms of podcasts and stuff, I haven't listened to the Secret History of Hollywood yet, and also he's released to Attaboy Clarence, which again mm-hmm. I haven't listened to. I've been 
totally hooked to i mentioned it last month but the um flintoff savage and the ping pong guy which dave recommended to me and i've got a, a well, I can tell you how many episodes I've got. Twelve episodes left. I think of about fifty. I've listened oh, wow. to um, it pretty much every day, either one or two of those podcasts, and they're about an hour to an hour and a half long. Um, and they, it is. It's a bit. It's essentially a bit like us. You know, they kind of take the mic, and there's some serious stuff in there, but there's a lot of piss taking, and they have topics and different things like that. It is such a brilliant podcast. And there was there's one I mean, I know I mentioned it last time about Robbie Savage talking about his dad writing him this letter when he went off to play for Manchester United. That is nothing when they start talking about mental health and they're very open and honest about, you know, things that have affected them in their lives and mm. what they've been through and Robbie Savage's dad dying in his early sixties, um, of dementia essentially. And and you know, and uh, Freddie Flintoff talking about his own struggles with mental health and everything else. And it, I was in tears listening to this one set, one podcast in the car, you know, I was just, I was listening to it and I, I was just, you know, and you get sort of choked up and you, I, I, you know, it, it's so good. But then, you know, at the same time, there's like really funny stuff in there as well. So I'm putting off the secret history of Hollywood for uh, Flintoff Savage and the ping pong guy. It's, I'm hooked to that at the minute. Um, in terms of um, Twitter, I would like to thank everybody who said some really nice things, you know, popped up on Twitter, people who still use Twitter. Thank you. I do genuinely mean that, you know, I'm sorry I don't reply and or sort of interact as much as I used to with people, but um, you know, that was, that's, that was then. And this is now, but if you do use Twitter, then thank you for saying nice things about the show. Um, it's really, really appreciated. I, you know, I do mean that. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, you know, I like to think that we've, we've got a bit of everything, you know, we've got a bit of funny stuff. We've got a bit of real life stuff. We've got a bit of video games. We've got a bit of everything. You know what I mean? It's not just a video game podcast. I've, I've never thought that about what right. we do. And I don't think that about what we do now, you know. Uh, so, and, and so that thank you to everybody who sent some lovely, lovely messages and thank you, Dave, for telling us about that. That was really kind of you. Um, thank you to you guys for listening to us. Um, thank you to me. That is, uh, to, you know, for sort of doing the second show, you know, it's, uh, it's really, really good. I needed tonight. I know I'd really yeah. do. I've, I've been in a really I don't know, I'm saying too depressing. I've not been in a great place last few weeks, you know, and I've kind of not been very insular, not been talking to people. And tonight I've spoken to, for the most I've probably spoken to in a good few weeks, you know, and so much so that I can feel my, my throat's hoarse, you know, because I've spoken quite a lot. Um, and I really needed tonight, you know, just to sort of get stuff off my chest. So thank you to you too. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. It's been good fun and and i've not laughed like this and i you know it does lighten the mood you know what i mean you you, you go through your, your sort of life and you think like adam you've been to a fucking horrific month you know and uh with stuff that's happened to you and your brother and and uh you know you, you do lose sight of some of the more fun things in life oh, i do and and then you think like tonight comes along and you've had a good old fucking laugh and it, you, you know it just 
everything just feels a little bit clearer and a little bit happier, you know. Yeah, so thank you, thank you to you two, and and it's been good. So thank you to everybody who listens, and please check out sixty minutes with uk. Uh, there's always new reviews and stuff going on the website. Oh, sorry, can I shout out my son actually as well? Oh yes, oh, yeah. I was going to mention him, but you go for it. Yeah. Well, literally, I think his second one's up, a second review up, uh, The Last Tinker. And um, I know I'm obviously biased, he's my son, but I think he writes really, really well. Oh, you know? he's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's probably, since his articles have started popping up on the website about video games, I've stopped writing them. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, uh, I can't compare to him. He's fucking brilliant. <laughs> where, where did this talent come from? He's always, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I've got it, I've still got in my wallet a little folded up piece of paper from when he was about, I mean, he's nearly 20, he's 20 next month. Um, and um, he must have been about seven or eight years old, something like that. And it just blew my mind. He wrote this little tiny story. So even right back then, I thought he'll always be something to do with writing, hopefully, when he gets, uh, you know, gets older. It's just, it just comes from somewhere. And he, I think he does it very, very well. He's very self-critical, obviously, and I think you have to be. But um, I read it, and you know, you kind of read it, you think, is that my son, really? Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, crazy. I think very, very talented. So, uh, Yeah, I'm not just yeah. saying this, but, I mean, he, you know, if you read stuff like what he puts out there on a mainstream website, you know, like IGN or Eurogame or whatever, you'd think, yeah, he's a professional kind of journalist. Yeah. You know, you, you, you just he's got that and i think that hopefully that's something he should explore you know because he's got that talent he really is very mm. talented so yeah and and there's going to be more stuff coming from him as well which i'm really really pleased about um because totally uh, yeah it's fantastic he's really really good so i know there's a few Thanks. things lined up um for him for, for from him to go on the website so um and i'm always very proud of the website i have to say not just because i've wrote for it myself but just because there's you know it's it's people who have got lives you know and we don't get paid to do it and we just stick stuff up there yeah. and and I'm, I'm really proud of it so i'm really happy as well because he doesn't go around there he doesn't beat around the bush either he really says it as it is for the games you, do you know what i mean which i'm thinks really fantastic i mean that last tinker sounds shit <laughs> <laughs> but it, i like the fact that he's got a good education with video games you know i'd like to thank his dad for that but <laughs> because i mean he, he does cross reference other games that from from my era from when i was a kid and stuff and i quite like that you know he's obviously played those games you know so yeah he, he seems like he's got an old head on young shoulders yeah so there you go um but that's it so thank you for listening um it's been great we will see you uh at the end of june for another show oh yeah i know it's been a month it, it does fly by i have to say so um Are but we yeah covering three at all can do if you want to um i don't mind i know ben you're not a massive fan of it but uh it's it's i have no problem with that if you want to i won't be watching all the press conferences i have to say i'll, I'll I won't be staying up till oh, fucking hell. If you oh. think about how long oh, a few years ago, I was mental. I They're didn't anyway, aren't they? Day after, so yeah, I did an all nighter. I I remember booking the day off the next day for the Sony press conference and stayed up till two in the morning till four what four thirty in the morning. Mm. So I think I had like I was up for twenty four hours watching. When is it? E three. Um, it's June. I know that much. I know. Is it beginning of June or middle beginning end somewhere? Well, if it's nearer the end, then that's pretty cool. We can catch up on the videos and that. And then, um, yeah. 
Yeah, well, maybe instead of doing um, uh, it's set. Oh, it's seven. There's a countdown timer. Ooh, there's 17 days, 17 hours, and 33 minutes and 16 seconds as this clock is going by. So yeah, section. Couldn't we have to do a whole show or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, Well, so yeah, instead of doing maybe a game from our childhood or a game, whatever, uh, we might do E3. So. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it's this. We say we can do whatever we want with the show. Yeah. So right, I'm going to go off and get this edited so that people. Yeah, can great edit it. by the way. Last time, yeah, yeah I meant to say. Oh, thank so. you. I do apologise again for the. I don't know what the fuck happened. This is why we're doing it on Google Hangouts now because a Malto was a twat and it lowered my <laughs> volume compared to everyone else's. And then by the time you level it, and it just kind of there's. I don't know why it adds that kind of little bit of feedback in the background, which annoyed me, I have to say. So I do apologize for the sort of the the audio, but hopefully with Google Hangouts, apart from that fucking echo, um, (laughs) it should be better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Right. Well, thank you. Are we going to do Twitter? We're not going to bother. Oh, fuck that. Fuck Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you next month. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.